0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, as long as it's all good, we want to welcome you to the House That Happens, sponsored by Shuey's Bar & Grill, the only place to be in suburban Etobicoke, afforded four times the best dive bar in the GTA, but we're willing to bet it's probably one of the best dive bars in The country, because when we're here at the House That Happens, we keep the vibe alive. Hi, my name is Cruz.
1: And I'm Andrew Milani.
0: And there's a whole bunch of things we want to talk about in the world of sports today, and we want to bring you on in and see what you think, what you're going to do, and what you're going to watch.
1: How was your week there, Andrew? Um, Mine was pretty good. How about yours, Cruz?
0: It would be remiss of me to say, though we are a sports show, I want to put out my deepest... Deepest sympathies for a man who changed my musical acumen, and that's the loss of Mr. Jeff Beck.
1: Yeah, a lot of respect uh, from the house that happens to Mr. Jeff Beck. Hundred percent,
0: hundred percent. I like to say a little things that people always
1: say. Who's your, who's your
0: favorite guitar player? And I say uh, Jeff Beck. I've been saying that since I was a kid. And they go, "Well, I thought you were a Hendrix guy." And I always say, "Well, you didn't ask me about my religion." <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Oh, sure. Speaking of religion and greatness and um, all the things that make us watch sports, uh, Mr. Melani, we had a little discussion off camera or off mic where we thought about do people really take a good look at who are the most dynamic athletes on the planet that are box office, make us spend our money, make us put on our PVR, make us want to say, I want to watch those players.
1: I don't think we discussed this enough. I think a lot of that conversation about dynamic athletes are just brilliant really basketball like people want to argue who the goat is exactly really, that's that's really we we're never talking about this in like kind of a grand in the grand scheme kind of thing of all sports right so
0: i i and that's what i'm saying so here at the house that happens when because we love everything that goes on in between the lines and we prefer to keep things talking about in the lines you're right it, it always comes down to like basketball because we have a lot of um um highlights Drills, kills, but we'll talk about the NBA later, but not in the same light. So in any event, uh, all week long, we've decided, we've done a little texting me and Mr. Milani, and we thought we'd present who I thought maybe are the 10 most dynamic athletes in the world, and you thought you are gonna give your 10. So I'm gonna jump right in here, and I never say his name right, because I do believe that we believe Mbappe. Mbappe. Mbappe, Paris Saint-Germain, on a French team, 23 years old, has to be one of the most dynamic athletes in the in the world right now. Agreed?
1: Oh, yeah. No-brainer. He's on my list, too. Uh, just absolutely unreal. Like, good luck taking the ball off of this guy. Not only one of the greatest scorers, but a fantastic playmaker on the pitch as well. Oh,
0: no doubt. I, I remember him. I watched him a bit last time around because he was only 19. I forgot. He yeah, was only 19 in the World Cup, world Cups, so he almost had two in a row. And you figure he's got at least three more World Cups in him.
1: Oh, yeah. At least oh, three. Yeah. You know he's, not, he's not close to done.
0: No, exactly. So we might be talking about uh, two World Cups from now because there's all the other things that he's going to be participating in between now and the World Cups, like Champions League and all that kind of stuff. So All that. He's got laurels that he can add to it. So it's nice to know we're starting off on the same page. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think that'll be for too long, but uh, we'll see. Oh,
0: throw somebody at me else
1: that's on your list. Well, I'll, I'll throw another obvious one, Connor McDavid.
0: Oh, no. and the house that happens, we're... I'm willing to bet that I'll put him up there as one of the most dynamic athletes in all of sports. Oh, yeah. All of sports. There's no doubt about that. Like, the only thing I'm saying is that he better tell his team to tie his skates a little bit tighter because part of your greatness does mean you have to have some sort of championship resume, correct?
1: Yes, although I would say in a sport like hockey, that's a little bit more unfair where you got to rely on, you know, 18 19 other guys, and and
0: uh the free agent goaltender from Toronto. Oh sure, sure, and
1: then the free agent defenseman from Toronto. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> just just throwing that in there. But in any event, uh, it, to me, I'm um, I think it's a no brainer that like, and, and personally, I cruise think that Connor McDavid is like top three, maybe dynamic players. Anytime you see him make a play in a game. Anytime you see him on oh. a highlight reel, like you know what I'm saying, oh,
1: and he's guaranteed to have like one or two highlight reel plays like every game. Every right? game,
0: and you know what? It's you know what I really like about him because I've been watching a little bit more of the Edmonton games. They really like almost have two guys on that guy all
1: night. You have to, and you have then to.
0: and then it, it might take him a period, a period and a half to figure out which way the guys are moving, and suddenly he splits these guys. He's in on a breakaway and he scores.
1: Yeah, he does that thing where like he'll kind of like be looking towards center, and all of a sudden like bam, oh, and he's God. gone. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I love that play. So, yeah.
1: Anyways, Uh, I'm not going to lie though. Like, he's like, when you talked about doing this list, he was like, I think he might have been like the first name that came to mind. I agree. I agree. He's just Uh, just one of those talents. Like, He's amazing to watch.
0: Yeah. And it's, well, so I, I think you're right. That's one of the first names we did bring up was.
1: How can you not?
0: No, you'd be crazy if you didn't. So I'm going to say that m- another guy who's newer and, and quicker than most that is up now as of recent is that I'm going to fight to put John Morant on this list.
1: Oh, OK. I, I thought about him. He is not on my list, though. He's not on your He's list. He's not on my list. OK,
0: so we'll put him on the side here because I'm just saying, John Morant, did you just see him dunk the other night? I did. A poor, poor, come on. The, oh, he's fantastic. Uh, I'm not exactly so. That. I'm one of the things. But okay, so we he does not have jaw, and I do. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Continue on, sir. So I guess I'll uh, go to a player that I, I know probably that you don't have. So uh, okay, Luka Doncic. Oh, oh. First of all,
0: Luka Doncic. Then why didn't we bring in the Joker? <laughs> I don't want to say anything about. I'd rather say the Joker's more dynamic, and he's. Not I thought on about, about him the, too,
1: Luka. Luca's having the better season. That was the tiebreaker. I thought about Durant for the spot, too. Spoiler uh, alert. Oh, uh, okay. Durant's not on my list.
0: Okay, so don't wait a second. Luca, really?
1: Luca's on my list. On your list. 10 <laughs>
0: most dynamic players yes. in the world right now.
1: How can he not be? He carries that Mavs team on his back. He's uh, like averaging like. Shoots a... too much. He play, barely plays defense. The team's
0: around 500. Is he going to go to the conference championship again? I don't know. Averaging 34 and a half points. Luca I mean, on the top ten. Think of all the no, oh, game. We're 8. gonna continue 8 assists on with this list, people, because okay, one and a half steals per we're game. We're gonna put this on the side here. Because if we're gonna not put Jaw on there and you're gonna put Luca over Jaw just because of numbers, Jaw plays better defense.
1: Okay, fine. Okay, so when you watch the
0: game, what are you gonna see? You're gonna see Jaw fly through the air like Superman and do something nutty. What are you going to see Luca do? Dribble. Dribble between his legs. Dribble between his
1: oh, legs. I'll split the defense. like He's oh, amazing. Well.
0: Step back, step. He'll, you know what he is? He's just another player I never liked the way he played as Harden. He's starting to uh, bug me that way. Where, you know, pass the ball, buddy. <laughs> okay, now I, I shouldn't say that because he did have that spectacular. Harden's
1: an Harden's sure. unreal playmaker, though. Oh, he is, yeah.
0: And, and I, I shouldn't really be that hard on Luca because he did have that spectacular 60 20 20 game. Mm-hmm. And you can't deny that. However, we'll put Luca on the side for a minute here because I, I, I'm just having a little
1: bit of difficulty. Yeah, with we that. can't come to a consensus on no, that. No, we one. will
0: not. We will definitely not say Luca gets there either. And we'll put you on the side because we'll get there. Because the next one I want to bring up is um,
1: Patrick Mahomes. He's on my list, too. Patrick
0: Mahomes, that's a good thing. So we've got Mahomes, Connor, and Mbappe. And Mbappe on there. If you did not have Patrick Mahomes on your list, you're obviously not watching the game. <laughs> yeah, you know you're what I'm saying? Not watching like football. What, what game are you watching there? And then the nice thing about that is, to say honestly, is he might not win the MVP this year. And I'm thinking, who else shouldn't he get it? Like he's starting to come, like he's only been in the league five years, okay? Yeah. Four championship games, one a Super Bowl, been to two. And if you check my predictions, and we're going to go down the road now a little bit late, a little bit later here, is the fact that um, this before the season started, I picked the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl.
1: You did. You know you what did. I mean?
0: So I'm saying that when you're a quarterback of his stature and you check the numbers, I'm going to, I'm trying to put him on like the Joe Montana timeline, so to speak. Like mm-hmm. Joe won a, a Super Bowl, and he didn't win another one for a couple years. And then he doubled down later yeah to, to, to do that so I'm saying but Joe never went to uh two Super Bowls in a row as quick as Mahomes did and remember did and Mahomes got beat by the goat
1: so yes, that's he did.
0: We, we we can put that under consideration but Mahomes and then
1: by a pretty good 49ers or sorry they beat the 49ers they lost to uh New England New England no I know but they've made made it to the Super Bowl three times right no, only twice. Only four, twice? Four, four conference championship games. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, okay. One of
0: the guys on TV, I think it was uh, Marcus Spears, called it the um, the arrow. It's going to be called the annual Arrowhead Bowl <laughs> because <laughs> Championship. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. They're going to change the name to the annual Arrowhead, Arrowhead Bowl or something because he's he's only what Mahomes what 25 26
1: something like that. Yeah, so uh, he probably should be the MVP this year. Although like, oh, I think he should be. I, I don't think it's a slam dunk they give it to him
0: no because he's got that jordan thing where oh we're going to give it to him exactly. every year but i i like like i said i mentioned in the house that happens before back in the day when gretzky gretzky just got it every year yeah well then again sometimes gretzky was so far ahead of the pack he just sure you I th- like... well and,
1: and going back to mcdavid i think that's what's going to happen with him in the heart trophy race this year whether or not they make it to the playoffs or not he should just get it because he's yeah, that good exactly yeah
0: okay i I'll, 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 i won't I'll I'll go with that. But
1: uh, back to Mahomes. (laughs)
0: Yes. I think he's going to – like, I really do. He's going to be a multi-Super Bowl winner. I
1: I think so, too. You know, at his age – He's already got one. He's got
0: one, so I'm saying it can't be hard. And Andy Reid, i got to give – you know, people forget sometimes it's it's a coach and a quarterback. We've seen that over the years, like how that works out. And Andy Reid's been no slouch because people seem to forget. He went to four – NFC Championship games in a row with the, Eagles. with the Eagles. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he didn't win. He yeah, under- they the could just football. like they just.
1: I guess they just broke through that one time. They made it to the Super Bowl, losing to the Patriots. Yeah, but
0: that, but I mean that that's that's a track record like that's Belichick track record. But we're getting a little yep. off topic
1: here. Give us another name. Okay, I'll give you another name, Kale McCarr. Oh, not on your list. He's he's on my.
0: What do you call those? Prob- probable.
1: Oh, honorable mentions honorable mentions <laughs> he's an
0: honorable mention. definitely I couldn't ignore the guy I couldn't ignore the guy and, and even though we're looking at the plate of the Colorado Avalanche at the mm-hmm. moment is a little bit questionable which we'll get to later
1: but um they need a center but we'll get to
2: that yeah
0: we'll get to that a little bit later too but I yeah like Makar, I'm not I let, let's just say we're okay we're gonna put him over here I'm gonna put HR and McCarr, Casey we get to the 10 he may be there because I think the guy's sure. spectacular and he's played very good this year. His numbers are a little bit down, but his plus-minus and all that other defensive, yeah. what do you call those defensive metrics?
1: They, yeah, they're all up there. They're all up there. But you got to think, too, this is a team that's been dealing with injury, so he doesn't have those, uh, whatever. He hasn't had McKinnon for a lot of the year. Yep. He, uh, Landis Cog hasn't played a single game this season. No, Kadri left nope. town. Exactly. Yeah, no. no. Exactly.
0: So, And uh, I think Colorado will have to, I think, in my personal opinion, I think when I tell you, which we'll talk about later, I think they're one of the horses that will come down the track.
1: I think so, too. You
0: know, o- over time. But we'll put Makar on the side. And, and,
1: I mean, you can't deny, like, what he did last year, winning the Consmith and uh, the Norse Trophy in the same season. Only the third oh. person to do that. Oh, Bob okay. Yard and Nick Lidstrom. That's an amazing company to be in.
0: Okay, so we're trying to get a consensus here. He is one that we both agree on, but we haven't got to ten, so we'll have to wait. So I okay. should give you another one. And this should be an maybe an obvious, maybe not, but I think that we have to put Steph Curry on the list.
1: He is not on my list, believe oh, it or not.
0: Oh, okay. Then we'll move him over here. We we're having a little issue with the <laughs> basketball. I, I understand. So I,
1: maybe it's biased just because, of like, recency bias because the Warriors aren't doing that great this season. Well, I, that, that's, I think that's probably why I didn't have him on the list. Oh, I, I
0: had him, to tell you the truth, he's, like, number 11. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Okay, so if we'll, we'll put him on the side. So I would say right now we'd have to put uh, Makar ahead of him in our if we get down to the top ten because I won't the, argue if with the, that we have a consensus on it. so give us another name there.
1: Uh, Giannis. <sighs>
0: he's not on your list. He's honorable mention too. Oh my god! I'll put Giannis on the list. Okay, you know what? I agree. I'm not gonna. I, I'm gonna change my mind. Like, we have changed our minds moments. That's why we're debating this, right? Sure. Sure. I'll put Giannis on the list. Okay, he, he's here. He's here. But I hadn't quite. Because I'm saying, because I had a lot of basketball guys. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to, but Jonas is over Luca. You should have if you had brought Giannis up first. Oh, right uh, uh, would Giannis have said, is okay. ahead of my list. I
1: just wanted to bring up Luca because I knew he wasn't ah. on your list. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a gimme. Yeah, okay, Giannis got to make the EOS do. You know what I mean? Because I'm still believing that the Milwaukee Bucks may be the team that wins
1: the NBA championship this year. 100%. I think with them, it's just all about health. Exactly. How, uh, are there guys rolling good coming into the playoffs? They're probably the contender. If not... Probably you're looking at Boston or Brooklyn. And
0: they're, they, they've they got that simple metric where they're top 10 in offense and defense, which is an NBA staple for the last 20 oh, yeah. years. You know, that seems to be one of the formulas. And then I think they're top five in defense.
1: You're going to be a big, you're probably going to the conference finals if you we, keep that we, up. No,
0: nah, we got to put the Greek freak in. You know what I yeah, mean? I I, I, he just has to be. I, I had him on my list here, but I hadn't got to him. So, we've, okay, now that we, we've got four we've agreed on, which I thought was pretty good. So I got to bring okay. up another team. is that we got to think of Aaron Judge.
1: Aaron Judge? Okay, I, he is not on my list, but I, I thought about it. You thought about yeah. it? Yeah. I thought about him too, only because of the 62 home runs. It, it is, but it was just like really like one spectacular season. But okay. he had
0: leading up to that because he gambled on himself. He did. Okay, he and did. they did. They had already offered him that ridiculous contract before, and now yes. they just had to add, to add on to it. So obviously he did have a resume that said he had um, moments of brilliance, and it's not just the fact that I'm going to watch him um, – hit a home run when he picks up the ball in right field and somebody's running i want to see aaron judge throw the baseball oh, he, he does have a cannon for an arm. you know what i'm he saying does. like he tracks down balls like he's a player i would go to see you know what i mean so obviously mike trout Fair enough mike trout is probably not in either
1: one of our lists then no he's not
0: okay so but i mean uh, aaron judge i think we should put him i, I want to put him beside
1: McCarr. I can I could be persuaded on Judge I think okay so we'll, I can be oh, persuaded there. okay
0: so we'll put Judge on the side so I'm gonna throw a name at you that you're not expecting and I'm gonna say Carlos Alcaraz the, the tennis I not, player
1: I was not expecting that no oh how
0: can you not the guy was 19 he raced to the top he beat everybody now he's got that little ankle thing where he's not playing down in Australia because I think he's he's keeping himself fit because he wants to play in the Spanish Open and he wants to play in the French Open because he's Spanish yeah. But I think that he has to be considered at 19. He just turned 20. 20 years
1: old. Okay.
2: And
0: he's racing to be maybe the best tennis player in the world. Because he, we'll see now. What's he
1: won though so far? He won the Open. Okay. He won the Open.
0: And not only that, he was a finalist at the Brancher Wimbledon. Correct me if I'm wrong. But he was a, was a finalist. And he won more tournaments than anybody. He had the best record in tennis.
1: Last season? Last season. Okay. And he had
0: the most wins. Of any player at nineteen, okay, okay. I think he's back. I think he deserves what the house that happens. We can look out at other sports, can't we? Of course. So I think he makes the list.
1: I I I got a I got another tennis athlete on my list, though. Oh, and who would that be? The Joker? Yes, I have the Joker. Okay, Novak Djokovic. Okay,
0: so I'm going to say this: we should put both of them on. Okay, okay. Because let's say that the house that happens. I'm glad you brought up the other Joker. This way, do you know how much that guy's hated?
1: Oh, I'm aware.
0: Okay, so uh, here's how I don't know how to explain this, and I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but I'm going with the Joker because I like the Joker, and everybody that hates on and I'm the biggest hater in the house that happens. (laughs) There's no doubt about that. So I'm going to take the, what would I be, the anti-hater on this tide and say we're going to put Jokic on there. Not only that, because he's racing to become the major champion. And I don't think Nadal is going to win anymore.
1: I don't think so either.
0: Okay, so we're going to suffice to say we're going to put the Joker and Alcaraz.
1: And I have another baseball name for you. Okay. Shohei Otani. 100%. 100%. That's a gimme. That's yes. Yeah, slam yeah that's
0: okay. Let's just, just a slam dunk. Let's just put, uh, yeah, Otani's Ota- on there.
1: There's, yeah. Second coming of Babe Ruth. I or, mean, this is. ah,
0: oh, but Babe Ruth didn't play against black guys. <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> okay, true. So let's
0: get the. O-
1: o- Babe o- Ruth o- 2.0. How about that?
0: Okay, well, let's put it this way. He's played against Koreans. He's played against Japanese. He's played against Americans, Everybody. Puerto Ricans, Latins, Canadians. Yep. And he's the man. So Otani 100% has to be on the list. Overjudge. Yes. So I would, yes, I would. I would say that. Yeah. I would say Otani, but and I didn't have Trout on there. But even though I
1: did think about, I thought Trout, about Trout that,
0: too. I, you know, I didn't get there. Okay, Otani. Give us another name.
1: This is one that's definitely not on your list. Okay. Formula One champion, Max oh, Verstappen. No, no, get out of here.
0: No, no. Here's two things I didn't want to say because I was waiting to see if you bring it up. The two people I do not want on our list, anybody in Formula One, anybody that's a UFC fighter.
1: I don't have any fighters on okay, my list. Okay, so you got no UFC? I, I don't know. I don't know enough about fighting. So. Oh, oh,
0: no, not because of that, but I do have one. Okay. I had one guy, uh, what's his name, Spence, the guy that's a welterweight that's fighting. Okay. So, obviously, he's not going to make our list because you don't even know who he is. No, I just so, Okay, he doesn't make it. I, said, I had him on the side over here
1: going, fat chance. So, why no, why no Formula One drivers? Okay, I'll
0: tell you what, because you're going around, because I had Lewis Hamilton. Okay. I had Lewis Hamilton, and then I scratched him off. So, it wasn't that I was there. So, I'm just saying, let's put him in the McCarr judge category for a moment. Because okay. I don't want to disrespect Formula One because one thing that people ask them, Well, what kind of athletes are there? I want to strap you into a car, do nearly two hundred miles an hour, around some more, crazy more. track yeah. for two hours.
1: Yeah, an hour and a half, you're stuck in there. Yeah. stuck in there at that speed. Yeah, all the all the G forces is acting on oh, your body. I'm,
0: I'm gonna say, like, there's yeah. there's some athletic um I'm not Oh, s- it's
1: highly athletic. You see the workout regimens these guys have to do, it's insane.
0: What's his last name? What's his name again?
1: Verstappen. Mr.
0: Verstappen. I seen him yeah, that Dutch guy cuz I seen him and I seen Hamilton and there's a third guy that that's been that I cuz I did take a look at the Formula 1 guys cuz I had a kind of an idea that you might <laughs> toss one my way and uh, but I thought Lewis Hamilton only because I know him more. Sure. And, but sure. I know I know this other guy actually has a better he, he's won the last two in a row now. Yeah, yeah. That's Hamilton,
1: like, I, he's at that age now where, like, the... I think the, he's over
0: his peak, isn't he? Like, he's yeah, gonna yeah, going to be going down the other side now? I,
1: I don't think he's going to win another world championship, but I no. could be wrong.
0: Okay, but no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you get that certain plateau, so... Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to... I'm going to say let's put him over here for
1: a moment. How's that? Sure. I got one more on my list. Okay. I don't know about you. Okay, who's that? Uh, Andre Vasilevsky. Wow. Wow. Wow, I
0: I was I was hunting for a goalie. This is I a guy. On, okay, who, okay, now you I saw oh, that, his resume awesome. is he like
1: Chris Collinsworth there, but <laughs> <laughs> here's a guy. This is, he carried his his team to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. They don't get to the finals without Vasilevsky last year. Let's not forget that. Didn't they win two in a row? He did win two in a row. Conn Smythe winner. Three, so that's Bezna three finals winner. in a row.
0: Okay, I don't have him here because I I forgot my other list because there's a couple other people on it, but um. I did have him as, like, I'm, I'm willing to say at the end of this conversation, because we do have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We only got room for three. Yeah. And if we're going to put on our buddy from Formula One, which could be our number 10, <laughs> and we could put Vasilevsky on there, I'm going to throw a few names out there before we get that. I part. would fight
1: more for Vasilevsky than I would for Verstappen, I think.
0: Well, we're moving in the right direction. Yes. Okay, we're going to go there. But I'm going to put out a couple of more names before we go. And one of them is going to have to be LeBron James. Of course. LeBron, we have to put LeBron on there. Whether you I don't care what anybody says if we're not putting LeBron on there. And not only that, it's not because of his resume. Look what he's doing this season.
1: Yeah, he's carrying that not mess, very good Lakers team on mess, his back.
0: That mess. And I and I'm I want to just what? stop like the reason we're doing this is because we want to get away from the all these anti-GOAT arguments mm. we see online. Oh on god, debate shows that. and all the time is like so somebody can get on and talk about how much they hate jordan for 10 minutes <laughs> and then the next guy comes on and tells about how much he hates lebron for 10 minutes
1: oh my god just and it, stop it
0: exactly <laughs> stop
1: and, then, it.
0: And, and you know what i mean and then you, they, they start bringing up other names and then you got a guy like me who you know my hate pattern which includes the boston celtics i've been finding on am spending a lot of time defending larry bird
1: Damn. You know how
0: hard that is for me to defend Larry Bird? <laughs> He's top ten hated guys I hated in my life. And I'm getting ready to turn sixty-four years oh, old. Yeah. So I know. he is one of the
1: guys that doesn't get the respect he deserves should, in But the- I
0: mean, I'm fighting like we're gonna maybe, maybe later in the year, just before the playoffs, discuss our top ten all time basketball players. Okay. But Larry Bird will probably is gonna definitely be in my top ten, and I'm starting to believe that maybe he should be in the top
1: five. You know what we should do instead? Like let's set it up instead of like a top ten. How about like a, like set it up like a roster? Okay. Yeah. Like, a th- like your, 13, our, your 12, 13 guys. Our 12, 13 yeah. guys. What roster? Would be then okay. like you have, have to have like a starting lineup and a bench and a bench. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, well that's a, that's coming up in the very near future of the house that happens. I think that's a very good idea. Well, will our bench team. We'll discuss that. But um, so on, we're
1: running a little long in the segment. But are, yes, uh, we are. Okay. Do you have any other names you want to bring up? Because I think I think I'm good. There's some other ones I had was like honorable mentions, but
0: okay. So the other ones I brought up is I thought uh, Justin Jefferson. Okay. Uh, that was a name. I don't think he's going to make the list. I had um, Vladimir Guerrero. Hmm.
2: I thought I mean, about I him, but...
0: I-, about I know he's obviously not going to make our list, no. but um, um, I, I put him up there. Then I had two that you would never, ever think of that I think that are going to be there in the future. First of all, I didn't put Victor Wananabe yet because he's going to be there in a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. He's the guy from there. But there's two interesting people that we put up because if you notice on our list, we do not have any females that's true. Okay, so if we were going to put on females, I have picked two.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
0: One that's going to surprise you and everybody should know is Brittany Griner. Oh sure. You know what I mean? The best basketball player in the co- female basketball player in the country. Okay, I know she missed a year, but I sure. mean, look at her resume and why she was even playing in Russia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say that she could be. Um, she could be, but I don't think she's going to make our list now, considering we have the other people to go there. But I think she should have been given serious consideration.
1: Fair enough. I, I don't know enough about women's basketball. Like I, I shouldn't be laughing, but I I don't know. That's about- why my next one's going to kill you. Oh, let's hear it.
0: Her name is Olivia Dunn.
1: Olivia Dunn. She's an
0: LSU gymnast. She oh, is so okay. spectacular that people have threatened her with some weird shit. She's no, going to no be like I would have said this right now, but she doesn't play anymore. Like if we had been doing this two years ago, Simone Biles would have made my list.
1: If uh, mm, that's she would have made choice. my
0: she would have made my list before the um
1: the, it was like the last Olympics, the last Olympics.
0: Yeah, yeah. like if we if we, like say we were before the last Olympics, and we we're saying who are the ten most dynamic players on the list, I would have definitely had Simone Biles on my list. I've just come into this girl in the last. Couple months, I've seen her, and then something graced me while I was looking at athletes trying to find this list to think him up about Oliver uh, Olivia Dunn. Go check out her highlight reel. I will. Oh, you know she's definitely like. I'm glad I'm bringing her up now because by the next Olympics, she could be that girl. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every time we don't hear about him, all of a sudden the Olympics comes and we know Simone Biles or we know uh, Mary Lou Redden or we know whoever. You know what I'm saying? How those yeah. girls suddenly come on the scene, and we don't know about them before. Yeah. So we're. Uh, gonna- there, and
1: there's that Slovakian, uh, yeah, Slovakian uh, hockey player, the 14-year-old. Oh, girl. oh. that's another one you could yeah. play. Did you see her at the under 18s? unbelievable
0: first of all her size i want to see her dad and mama did they breed this girl when i heard she was 14 i fell off the couch no first i seen her highlight reel and then i heard her oh i just went oh my god like like, you know canada's gonna have to worry about someone like her because she could help to like she's only 14
1: oh plenty of room to grow
0: and she's what five ten. I don't know what it is, but she's like I—I I, I, around the five ten, five yeah. nine, five ten. And even
1: even if she, well because the girls hit puberty faster. But like yeah. even if she doesn't like grow physically, but in terms of her game, there's plenty of room. To oh, grow oh there, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. She, she she could be. That was my point. Um, so
0: let's just say this much. We're going to go with a consensus right now because we we didn't want to go on too much long because we've got too many other things to talk about. I, I
1: just want to shout out the other names I had as honorable okay. mentions. Uh, Lionel Messi had to mention. Oh, I had, him. he's on my honorable mention. Uh, Austin Matthews.
0: Uh, yeah Such he was uh, he, uh, you sport. know what he was on my he's on my honorable mention list
1: uh, we brought up we brought up Trout already yeah. uh, the Joker the basketball y- yeah, Joker Yeah he was there oh, um, I had him all those guys And then uh, a couple more football players I had Josh Allen and uh, Christian McCaffrey
0: I did not have Christian McCaffrey, but I do have Josh Allen yeah. on, on the side, him and Justin Jefferson. But I didn't have Christian McCaffrey because I think he gets injured too much,
1: personally. He does, but I mean, he's taken the it's, 49ers into like a super kind of like. And he's jumped over category.
0: that injury prone thing because remember, he had that. He was so spectacular in Carolina. Danny had a couple of those bumps in the road, and it looked like he was coming back in Carolina. And you know, he was coming back all the way because what he's doing in San Francisco.
1: Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, how many names do we have, uh, or how many spaces do we have open? Two or three? We have now have three open, so we're going to make it
0: quick. We got Mahomes, we got Connor, we got Mbappe, we got the Greek freak, we got Djokovic, we got Alcaraz, the other ten- tennis player. We got Otani, we got LeBron. So I'm going to say this: I want to. I'm going to still argue for a John ja Morant.
1: Okay, I'll allow Ja on there.
0: Okay, John Morant, and that which means that I will acquiesce
1: to Vasilyev. Vasilevsky? Vasilevsky, whatever the hell yeah. his
0: name is. So, we'll good Ja and Vasilevsky. Okay. Now, for last thing, as a sneaker coming through the back door, why didn't we bring up May- Maynard? Maynard?
1: Maynard. Maynard, the soccer player. Oh, Neymar. Neymar. Why didn't uh, we. I wouldn't put him up there with Mbappe.
0: No, but I mean, is he, what, 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 is he possibly.
1: I don't think so. No, I don't think you're so. You're the
0: soccer guy.
1: He's good, but to, so so we so what well, you're. He's not he's not that guy that can carry the team on his so back. So that We've means seen okay, that. so
0: that we'd rather have Makar on our list than him. I, I, would. I would rather have would. Curry on our list than him. Yeah, we'd rather have Judge on our list than him. I would. Okay, so then basically we got down to three guys that are going to have to make this if It's going to be either Judge Makar
1: or Curry. Uh, Judge would be last on my list there. Okay. Of those three.
0: Okay. Okay. So now we're down to. I
1: would. I would fight for Macar. Because but I would understand if Curry's on that list.
0: Okay. So let's just do this as a balance. Is we're we're, we're going to take a look. I'm really saying that we already got two hockey players on there. So, How many
1: ball players are on there?
0: So now this would take the balance of power because this would put four basketball players on
1: there. So, should we just put, would we be we shouldn't. We shouldn't let that uh, uh, sway our opinion. Okay, mode. then
0: I'm going to stick with Curry.
1: Let's throw in Curry then. We'll take Curry. And McCarr's our number 11. Okay, he'll be our honorable <laughs> mention.
0: So, when we post this on the House It Happens, it'll look like this. We have agreed that the 10 most dynamic players on the planet as we speak today are. Patrick Mahomes, uh, Connor McDavid, Mbaffey, the Greek freak, Djokovic, Alcaraz, Otani, LeBron, John Morant, Veselovsky. Oh, that could be 11. Wait, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, whew, 10. So we, Curry will not make the list. Okay. First, so, Curry's our number 11. He's our number 11 because we're going to take Vasilevsky over Curry, correct? I would. Okay, I'm going to accept that from Mr. Mulaney. And the list for 2023, we'll do it again next year. But the 10 most dynamic players is. And my pick for next year that are going to be on that list is Will Zalatoris, the golf player.
1: Oh, okay. I, you know, I was thinking about that, how we didn't have any golf players. I time.
0: had Mark High up there, but then, like, who's going to do it? I can't. I would say Dennis Johnson. We're going to say Rory McIlroy. I had no. Maury Ma- Ra- McIlroy on my list, but because the golf t- situation is so fragmented, I couldn't uh, come to a point of which guy. But I'm going to take in Zalotoris
1: So we're getting uh, a text from the proprietor of Shoeys, oh. Mr. Serge Singh, for his most dynamic athletes. Oh, let's hear what so his he, list is. How many did he get? Uh, I think it's more than 10, but I'm going to name them all, okay. all off. So he's got McDavid, Messi, Mbappe, Curry, Ronaldo, interesting. Oh. Guerrero Jr.
0: Okay, we he was honorable mention. Yes. Crosby,
1: we didn't even. No, mention. I know
0: because I think he's passed his best before date.
1: Uh, Brady, again, I think he's
0: no because yeah. yeah, we couldn't do that. Uh, no.
1: LeBron, yes. Giannis, Mahomes, yeah. Otani, and Judge. So he gave us thirteen.
0: Yes, and and we hey Serge, you I mean, when you're not here, let's just say when you see our top ten, he certainly would have made a valuable contribution to who the 10 were absolutely all right Serge. we'll be talking to you soon and we hope you get those frozen pipes fixed as quick as we can
1: oh hell yes and
0: speaking of frozen Let's just segue into what's going to start happening this afternoon because we're not going to be playing football once upon a time was played in a lot of frozen places. But (laughs) as we speak today, there's too many domes
1: and too many soft things as usual. But I mean, it makes a lot of hot uh, hot, uh, weather places that... uh, And speaking of hot weather places
0: and what's going on here, the first, we're going to take a little time to do some prognostications on this year's NFL playoffs.
1: Oh, it's that time of year again. Super wild card weekend. Oh, don't you love that name? Hey man, it sounds like something you get at a grocery store.
0: Super wild card weekend and get your grapes too.
1: In any If you event, go to Costco, maybe you get like the big package of, you know, the oh super yeah, wild card weekend. Oh, yeah, the wild card weekend.
0: Get that extra large bag of ruffles plain, so to speak, if you know what I mean. I'm, I'm just going to say there, I can't wait for the weekend. And I'm really, really happy that the NFL knows what they're doing because what is the marquee game of the weekend? Dallas Cowboys and and, and Tom Brady on Monday, Monday night. night wow that's what the NFL just takes over right
1: eh? <laughs> yeah no kidding
0: like there was never this is this the first Monday night playoff game in history no they did this last year too Didn't they do it last year I, I think they, they did. did I can't remember in any event I think it's a great idea
1: uh, yeah ever since they've started doing those super wild card weekend like adding the extra game in each conference I think they well you know it on what Monday I mean ended, it, like why not
0: well it's the NFL why make a zillion when we can make a trillion? <laughs> <laughs> No, Easy math. Oh, I'm telling you, there's nothing like it. And can we have a shout-out before we even start? The um, Mr. Hamlin story, an almost near tragedy, to know that this man may play football again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Damar
0: Hamlin may play football again. And I want to lean back to something, because fortunately I didn't have it deleted, but I always um, um PVRing all the sports shows. And I actually caught post the press conference with the two doctors. Oh, really? And one of the doctors, one of them asked a question, and they said, what do you expect from now that we've got this prognosis on, on DeMar Hamlin? What do you sure. expect his future is? And the doctor said, I expect him to be doing the same thing that he was doing Monday night at 8 o'clock. How can you not love that answer? Oh, it blew me out of the water. I said, Damn damn it's not just an amazing answer yeah. and, and, and it's a realistic possibility because it's not i've I've got a, a pun further review i do want to bring up their names but i'll say them now because we had ryan zazier and a guy named ken everett buffalo bills i will discuss that later because the the, tra- the craziness about injuries in the nfl which we must respect is anything can be over at any time but god willing god blessing and i don't believe in god Positive energy of a galaxy yes. has c- passed down on this man and Mr. Dharma Hamlin, who has been a great man anyway. We knew about his charity stuff and everything. I want to just do is can we do a little like hand clap and say God bless you, guy. And we hope to see you back on the field. We know we're go- he'll probably be on the sidelines watching a Bills
1: game. I think so too.
0: That's that's just going to be amazing. And speaking of the Bills, I expect the Bills to win this weekend.
1: Yes. Uh, so one stat that I heard was that uh, the Dolphins score twenty six, just over twenty six points per game with two in the lineup. Without who's him, who's Tua? <laughs> Tua Hua, Tua, Tenga Vailoa. Tua I don't know if you've heard of him. No, no, I, I touted. I heard, uh, I
0: heard the guy can play quarterback.
1: He sure as hell can. I, I
0: heard he's had some moments this year, so to speak.
1: Oh, sh- some moments. So the team. Uh, Is only he the wins,
0: guy that got his melon twisted? Is that how I put it? Three
1: concussions in like oh, a month or something. You know
0: what's really a sad thing about Mister Tua? We gotta start thinking about his
1: career. Oh, I think so, too. You know,
0: I know, like, I- I'm going to look at it this way. Sidney Crosby had some moments with concussions early in his career.
1: Yeah, around, uh,
0: just after they won their first
1: Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup yeah. yeah,
0: remember that? And Because he was telling me the horror stories about having to sleep in dark rooms and taking the sound off, and he loved music, and he couldn't even do that because it was ringing in his head. Mm-hmm. I went, Whoa, that's, that's you know... Which tells you the collisions in the NFL or uh, NHL are just as impactful as any, in, any oh, sure. shot, shot in the NFL, but that's neither here nor there. I think Buffalo's going to win because... Anybody that starts a quarterback named Skyler, you don't deserve to win.
1: Well, and speaking of Skyler, when, uh, without two on the lineup, the Dolphins score just over 16 points per game. So I think Buffalo's going to have their way with the Dolphins. The spread is 13 and a half now. Oh, I'd really? Still, I'd still take the Bills.
0: I'm taking the Bills and the points. But when we yeah. talk about the pool win, you got to pick straight up and you got to pick... And you got to pick if they're going to cover by the point. So a lot of people are going to say Buffalo are going to win by the spread. I'll show you that pool anyway. It's Just something that the house that happens is going to enter because we like to win money just as much as the other guys, right? Yeah. So we're just going to skip on the Buffalo game. There's no reason to talk about that anymore because the fact is <laughs> Buffalo is going to win,
1: and we're going to look pretty. It's in Buffalo too. Exactly.
0: So. We could look pretty sad if 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 the, if the. But I'm all for Josh Allen.
2: Oh hell now yeah! They're going to play for DeMar. I love Josh Allen.
0: Uh, the Bills Mafia is going to be out and they know the, the um, if they do get to the uh, conference championship that the game will be in uh, neutral site. Yeah. So that's kind of cool too. So we're all on the Buffalo bandwagon. Yeah, here. I we're, think
1: this game could have the makings of a blowout.
0: What do you think of this afternoon's game between Jacksonville and the what I said to my son on the phone this morning, San Diego Chargers. Dad, you still say it, in San Diego? I go, yeah, I say it on the air a You're lot not too. the only one. So. Okay, yes, that's what I keep saying. But in any event, um, I'm, I'm predicting this is going to be the future shootout. Like, with all the great quarterbacks we're talking about in the NFL right now, I think we're sleeping on Herbert, for starters.
1: I think so, too.
0: And this is the emergence of one Trevor Lawrence.
1: It, it really has been.
0: You know what I'm thinking? Because we've seen him in college, and he said, this guy's going to be He's good. unreal.
1: Yeah. But- unreal.
0: Then you start your league with Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville. Jackson.
1: <laughs> That's not good for anybody.
0: No, but I mean, look at the step up. The owner got smart. He got Doug Peterson from Philadelphia, and yep. I and I still like. I thought Peterson was a scapegoat because the general manager ducked, dodged a bullet. Not that Philadelphia is hurting now. No, but um, no. they let a good coach go. He won a Super Bowl. I thought, I thought they let him go a little too quick, which is to Jacksonville's advantage now, don't you think?
1: Oh, absolutely. And this is a team they've just been gaining so much. Like they started off, what like, I think they were like a two and six team to start. They weren't that great, but they've just been gaining all this momentum. Now they're going up with, with <laughs> against a Chargers team that just cannot help themselves. If anything, they like to shoot themselves in the foot. There's no Mike Williams. I think the Jaguars win today.
0: Okay, then I'm gonna. I'm I, okay. So we'll discuss that in, in our house. That happens, fools. But I'm leaning towards. Um, her, this is going to be a big day for Hebert. You think so? I think he's going to come out and he's going to sling his way through it. I think. I'm not saying that Trevor Lawrence is not going to show up. It's going to be in the sunshine. The only caveat I'm going to have is um, West Coast teams go, going east and playing. Oh, but this is at four in the afternoon, so this really shouldn't have much of an effect. It should be game time body. But once upon a time,
1: no, it's well, it's eight fifteen. It's prime time. It is a prime time. Yeah, so what's the a four o'clock game? That's a Seahawks 49ers, which I'm surprised that's not the prime time game tonight.
0: I'm I'm not I'm I'm not shocked either. Now here's an interesting thing. Okay, so the house that happens is Buffalo all the way. Yes. But we have a split on the what is the point spread in that game Three? Uh,
1: Two two points for the Chargers. They're favored. That's why I'm taking them. So
0: you're taking the Chargers, okay?
1: I'm taking the Jaguars. I you're think they're the winning Jags the
0: game. And I'm taking, I'm taking the Chargers, X of San Diego, which brings us to Seattle, San Francisco, who's bitch slapped them twice this
1: year, haven't they? It's going to be a third. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when does Purdy run into the rookie wall?
1: Ooh, I don't know. I think he's insulated so much by just that system and all those weapons. I don't know if that's coming. Really? I, I
0: don't know. Okay, let's just talk of the Super Bowl i to ask did, you one they, question. Okay. Give me a rookie quarterback that's one Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> okay. You got me there. None. Yeah, exactly. None. None. Uh, so, with that being said, um, we've never seen – well, you know, this is going to be an interesting year for a lot of quarterbacks because uh, Jalen Hurts has got to start. Has he been there in that big moment? You know, nope. what's he going to show when he's going to be there? Trevor Lawrence. This is a big day to be on it. Geno Smith. This is a big day for yeah. you to be on there. You know what I mean? And they say, when well, the big stage, the game changes. So when you look around at some of the games that are going on, um, there's going to be a lot of pressure.
1: My, uh, my caveat, though, with the 49ers would be that they're not a team that like is quarterback reliant, though. They could just hand it off to McCaffrey. You know, they got so many weapons that they got, the, the Debo. Like, come on.
0: I got that. Okay. I'm being interrupted by now. One, Kevin Pick. I'm on the air right now. You're on the speaker, Mr. Pick. He is the one that's running the. Um, the football pool is we're making our picks right now. Did you know that, Kev? We're making them on the air. Well, I'm glad you're making them on the air because you are now delinquent on your picks. <laughs> okay, as as usual, did you hear that? We're gonna did I did you get my text that we're going to put one under the house that happens? Okay, so what time do we gotta have them in by? Okay, well, we're just going to get off the air. We're about uh, 40 minutes from here. Is this interesting live radio? Oh, yeah. You know what? Can we say the house that happens? The only one that I would let do this is Kevin Peck, and you will meet him, Andrew. Okay. All right, so we're going back to the show. Uh, Kev, we'll, have him right, uh, we'll be back to you before you know it. Thanks. Okay, buddy, be good. Thanks. Anyway, that's the one and only Kevin Pick. We're going to have a guest on the show. He's very uh, – we're going to have a show discussing putting pools together, making picks and gambling. He's a great guy, and he is an accountant. Okay. So he does have numbers. But in any event, when we're talking about a quarterback hitting a wall, don't forget, this is Purdy's a rookie. Yeah. So I'm saying the rookie has never won the NFL. Does ever end. So can it happen?
1: I, I, the odds will tell you it will happen eventually.
0: Eventually, it's going to happen. It's like when a 16 beats a 1 finally in the uh, NCAA tournament. It took like, what, a thousand years, but finally a 16 beat a 1.
1: Yeah. Why can't Big Cock Brock be the first one to. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> interesting.
0: I mean, you know what? I really like his Moxie. Yeah. The game's in San Francisco. They got that defense, and, and it doesn't look like Gino. I don't know. Gino's tailed off a bit.
1: Yeah. I, I wouldn't completely blame that on Gino, though. I think it's just like that team falling back down to earth. You know they had that hot start, but you know teams will figure out. He made you out, it all right? pro this year. Uh, he set the Seattle uh, single season passing yards record in his first season. Over Russell Wilson. Oh, oh my god. Which, I like uh I don't want to go too much on this but I, I loved that. I thought that was hilarious. Well,
0: you know come to think of it um Seattle must have known something about Russell Wilson, but we're Oh not hell big, yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to give Russell Wilson any time because he's not in the playoffs. I'm just nope. saying that we both believe that uh, San Francisco's going to win this game.
1: Yes, uh, and I, I would take them against the spread, too. Oh, what's the spread? Nine points. Nine?
0: I'm not necessarily... I'll take them that, but I'm going to take the caveat on that... When you got two teams that play a division game and they're playing each other for the third time, yeah. it's often hard. Now I'm contradicting myself because we're taking the Now the, the thing is, the though, Buffalo. like the
1: Seahawks are kind of going downhill, right? They're not as strong as they were in the beginning of the season. So,
0: well, I think that the schedule caught up with them. That's all. Like mm-hmm. you beat who's in front of you, and then coming down the stretch, they had some teams that the you know. That were a little bit different. And they were they, they escaped the Fair. Rams and Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Which knocked out my beloved Detroit Lions. But I'm glad my Lions knocked out Aaron Rodgers. I would be nothing if I didn't say on the air with this, a house that happens, and my name is Cruz, then I'm glad that Aaron Rodgers is not in the playoffs,
1: by the way. Oh, I knew you were happy. Before, <laughs> I after, was so
0: happy. I, did, I was going to come out to actually watch the game, but once Seattle won, it took a little air out of my balloon. Oh, sure. You know what I'm saying? But I still wanted us to win, and I'm, I'm, I was proud of the fact that, you know, my Detroit Lions did come down the stretch. And and knock Aaron Rodgers out, but I want to have one caveat before we finish talking about our playoff thing here Please understand one thing I've been on sites there and I've been getting a million texts from people which I appreciate because everyone knows what a disciple I am of the Detroit Lions and they always say this bodes well for next year I just want to put this out there. Sometimes it does sometimes it
1: doesn't sometimes it doesn't so now What what you guys got though is a top five pick we got or, two, or, or two. the sixth pick, sixth I believe, pick, and probably. we got
0: another and our own first round pick. Yeah, and we got two second rounders.
1: And, let, and let's see what you guys are doing for agency. So okay, I'm going to say that, but I'm not. I I'm like I'm a 50 year fan. I would say I would just say let's be cautiously optimistic about the Lions next year. I'm just cautiously. Saying, I'm just saying. This is
0: Do you do you know what it it means to be a disciple of the Detroit Lions? We'll discuss that on another show at another time. Sure. How, you know what I'm saying. But in any event, it's getting back to uh, the Seattle S- San Fran game. I'm not sure they're going to cover, but I, at the house that happens, we'll go with it. We'll take that. Now here's another intriguing game: the Minnesota Giants game.
1: Yes, this one is one I didn't really know had a call to be honest cuz both these teams are kind of fraudulent you would say
0: uh so to speak but i think minnesota's just going to run the score up on them it's going to be at home
1: i think so it's I, a home
0: game that's the, so i'm 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 of the serious the belief that what's going to happen is that
1: minnesota's going to put them away in the fourth quarter and they're favored by only 3 points so i think got to go with the Vikings I'm, against I'm, the spread, too?
0: I'm taking Vikings and—oh, 100%. I'm going to take that. Only—and— and, uh, As I'm, much
1: as I want the Giants to win this one. Oh, I, I would I'm, love I'm the Giants. Let's cut, let's cut to the, well, you're, you're let's cut to the chase
0: here, man. You know, like, we're not—I ta- didn't want to bring up hate Minnesota Vikings, but that's real easy in my area code. And I think the Vikings, I don't know what's wrong. They say it's their defense. Like, sometimes they play okay, and sometimes they don't. We should have beat them
1: twice. I think they're one of those cases where they just play down to their opponents. I think that's one of the biggest things. That means where they're going to play down to the Giants. They might. Are they, should they be on upset alert? I would put this one on. Up, this is probably the biggest. Well, I mean, I guess what you define as an upset too. In these games, it could be not quite straightforward. I would think that would be a huge upset if the Giants won. I, I would. say – would. No, say but a huge I'm saying because I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying with the in the cases of like the four or five games, how do you say who's the upset there, right? Okay, but, um,
0: but uh, well, well, the reason being is, is no is Minnesota's number four? Are they the number four They're, the, they're the three. Yeah, the three, and, and Giants are the six. So yeah. I'm saying when you even look at their records and common opponents, I don't see how the Minnesota could blow this game. But then they are Minnesota, and I hope they do. <laughs> if you want to put it into perspective. But in any event, we're going to go with the Vikings on this. The Vikings, yeah. I'm going to go with the Vikings, too, even though I don't want to and I hate them with a passion. Um, I think it's going to be one of those games where we're going to see uh, Justin Jefferson go off big. And then when they play in the next round, which um, we, we should be able to say because they'll be the fourth one.
1: And the biggest thing here, I would say. Kirk Cousins is playing in the afternoon, so that's a good formula. That's <laughs> a very good formula. It's not we, prime
0: time. We yes, we've seen the prime time record there, which is really ridiculous. Which brings us to the Baltimore Cincinnati game and the drama that is the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, a- another did,
1: division matchup.
0: Yes, will be the third time. I see no way that Cincinnati's going to
1: lose this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not- I'm with you there. We we talked about uh, Tua or the Dolphins' offense with and without Tua. Basically the same thing with the Ravens and Lamar. Last three years, they averaged 28 points with Lamar. Without Lamar, they averaged just 18. There so. you
0: go. And uh, what's his name? The backup guy, um, um, the other guy that kind of runs like him, he's not playing, so they might have to go to a third-string quarterback.
1: And that does not bode well.
0: Exactly. And the, the, the case here is that was the fact that Lamar Jackson going to play. Once Lamar banged up his knee. I think I said it on a previous show. I didn't expect him to be back because he's looking at, like, this is uh, at least $250 million the man is looking at. We all know the legend of RG3. Yes. This is a playoff game. I'm saying there's no way that Lamar is playing for the rest of the season until he gets his
1: bag. A lot of people think he's played his last game as a Raven. But that'd be insane.
2: Okay. I I don't know. But can't you
1: see where, like, he gets franchise tagged and then shot out the door. Okay, but they can franchise tag him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so but a lot of people think they franchise tag him and then trade him.
0: Well, I think that would be the thing to do there. Because, okay, but here's what you got to realize, okay? There's two teams in the league like this right now. And uh, Dan Erlosky, former Detroit Lion, by the way, who's a great football analyst put up a point the other day that says when you have a quarterback like lamar jackson you build your offense around like that guy hell yeah so you're it makes you unique in what you do with the players that you bring in how you structure your defense and how you go forward as an operation so the only two teams that are really operating like this are jalen hurts in philadelphia and lamar jackson in um baltimore yeah they designed uh, offenses for those guys. So if you suddenly take Lamar Jackson out of the picture in Baltimore, you're probably going to have to be two years of missing to the playoffs because, number one, who are you going to get at any level that's a quarterback of, like Lamar Jackson?
1: I can't think of anybody. No,
0: and, and even, I'm not going to take even you're going to draft a quarterback. He's going to come step in and do this. Like, obviously now when Lamar was drafted, he was drafted way too low.
1: Yeah, he was, the, what, like the last pick or one of the uh, last picks for the first round? First round. Uh, yeah. Something
0: like that. So, obviously, he's going to be there. And I don't see any football uh, quarterback in college that um, appeals to me on that level.
1: No, no, absolutely not. And
0: the I, only no. guy that looks like Lamar is the guy from Tennessee. And uh, I, he doesn't have a throwing accuracy of anybody, so why no. would you even draft him on that height? So
1: Yeah, don't take that guy like that in the first round.
0: So uh, Lamar Jackson's made the playoffs every year except for last year. Did he make the playoffs last year? No, they missed. Uh, missed because because he,
1: he missed the final four games. Uh, and five games. Okay, there, yeah.
0: so previous to that, they made the playoffs every year, and he's been an MVP. He has won a playoff game. So to have that much structure within your organization, to throw it away that quickly, ah, and Lamar's only what? He's younger than all these other guys, Burroughs, Mahomes, and all those guys, too, because he's only turning 25. Yep. So he's got a long, big future, but then they say, do you give $250 million to a running quarterback? Or did just Deshaun Watson completely blow the salary scale for quarterbacks?
1: And I think a big problem with this, too, is that Lamar's his own agent. Yes. that, That usually doesn't bode well.
0: But obviously, he's listening to somebody in the end because he's not going out there. And this is a year in his career where you take a look at Well, he obviously has advisors. Well, who's his. I heard it's his mom. You know? Well, maybe well, mom. Way. I, I have no idea. I'm just saying the thing about Lamar is this he's a, uh, almost a generational talent. Wouldn't you agree? Yep. Okay. So- maybe
1: he's the guy we should have had in our dynamic athletes list. But I mean, these last couple of years, it's kind of been hard to put him up there.
0: Interesting. You're right. If, if, if this had been, like, his MVP season... Oh, he would have
1: been on our list for sure, I think. hundred
0: percent, yeah. Like, that's a interesting omission on both our parts. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because he is that dynamic of a player, okay? And and here's the thing is, this time next year we go around, you got to figure Deshaun Watson is basically still in training camp mode. Yeah. Okay, give him another year with OTAs and all that starting the season. We could be talking about two of the most spectacular quarterbacks in the NFL. Could be... Deshaun and Lamar yeah. No and, disrespect and, and to Josh Allen, Burrow no, and Mahomes, Absolutely not and you, the, know?
1: And you talked about this a little bit before How that uh, AFC North could turn out to be A very interesting division next year Especially um, if Lamar stays in Baltimore
0: Exactly, it could be that toughest division in football When you think about it Like Who's there, who's quarterbacking And the type of teams that they're going to have So I'm going to go with Cincinnati
1: Yep, uh, I'm going to go with them against the spread, two, eight Eight and a half points. You're going to take them and the points? Yeah, I, I don't believe in Baltimore much at all. I think
0: it's going to put them away in the fourth quarter, is is how I'm looking at it. You know what I mean? It's yep. gonna, for, for, fourth quarter, they're going to come around and put them away that extra whatever gonna, gonna it is, which leaves us with one game to go.
1: The big one.
0: I can't believe... No. What am I saying? We previously said this when we were talking about the 10 athletes and how uh, someone brought up Tom Brady. Tom Brady would be the 10 greatest athletes of all time of all on all-time all time yes. list. Well, we'll get that. But is 10 most dynamic as we speak in 2023? No. And it's coming out more about Tom. Sorry about your crypto <laughs> investment era <laughs> I guess you lost a little bit more than originally was anticipated. Sure. Okay. Even though I'm still cheering for him and Giselle, that's not the point right now. I'm calling right now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night.
1: Ooh, I I disagree. I think this is going to be the Cowboys. I do not. The Cowboys do not have a good road record. Thank you. Granted, the Buccaneers are not a good team.
0: Okay, so they're going to be at (laughs) home, and they have a... Let's put it this way. They're a team like the Green Bay Packers, who their defense should have been better than it is. Yep. Suddenly, Green Bay's uh, defense showed up, which gave them that shot at making the playoffs coming down the stretch. Sure. Okay? So what if uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have... A Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense game Monday night against Dak, who's been prone to interceptions of late. Tony Pollard, who is banged up, and who's their number two receiver?
2: Mm.
1: Now, okay. My, my so pretty. He's gonna like, air
0: it out to Mike Evans and Mike Godwin underneath the thing, and I'm saying they seem to got their act together.
1: Maybe. I mean, they have done who's that against terrible Who's gonna cover teams? Mike Evans? Who's gonna Diggs? cover Mike Evans?
0: Diggs. Oh, you know what? You know what? Stop. I made a. That's why I, when I got up this morning really quick, I made a huge error. I knew there was someone on my list and I couldn't find it. I made another list at work. Mika Parsons should have been serious consideration for our attendant. Right. I mean, right. That's the guy. I kept looking. I'm going, I'm missing somebody. Mika Parsons, yeah. Mika Parsons was on my, he was number 10 on my work list. Oh, oh, I made three lists, and the last one I made last night. Yeah, I keep them together, and I get together, and I'm, I searched all over this morning. and I go, I'm missing something, and the, even the wife said, "Why are you looking so frantic?" I said, "I'm missing a list. I'm missing a list." But any event,
1: I, I will say this: Cowboys-Buccaneers uh, game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Really? I think so. I'll bet you a beer they score more than 40 points. Nah, no.
0: Okay, so you got that? Yeah, Rick, you're on. We got that. There's a handshake here, and we got the ghost of Jimi Hendrix in the room, so he'll tell, he'll be able to ver- verify that. Yes, sir. Over 40 po- 40 points. I think it's going to be like this. They're going to the Dallas is going to get ahead a little bit, um,
1: and they blow it late.
0: No, then Dallas will come racing back, and it'll be a fourth quarter like where Brady will kill the clock, and suddenly you look at the score. It's going to be like 28
1: um, 24. Hmm. No, I don't think it gets that high scoring.
0: Oh, okay. Then we got there because yeah. both because D- Dallas can score. They
1: can, but aren't
0: they top five offense in the league?
1: Uh, they are, but like you said, like the Tampa Bay defense is kind of starting to climb up a little yes, bit, right? Yeah, so I, the I think they might be. Able, that, I think that's going to be the problem th- for like, Dallas. They're running into away, a defense with momentum.
0: Please throw away the Atlanta game tape.
1: Oh, I agree. You
0: know what I mean? Because everyone, like, what was happening? Who was playing by the third quarter in that game? Oh yeah, nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Okay, so like that. So they're already thinking, and those guys are in the dressing room, and there's a lot of veterans there, and they're they're going to rally around the troops, and this might be Brady's last um, last hurrah in Tampa Bay. I don't see Brady coming back to Tampa Bay. I thought yeah, he I might don't be doing so retirement, but I think he's going to come back for one more. Yeah, whether it be like, where do you think he goes, Raiders? Oh, I, uh, please not! I, I, I want to go, and I, and I, I think Belichick would have a baby for us saying this. Is that I think Kraft wants to bring him home. I'm I don't gonna, think that happens though. I'm, I'm I think that relationship
1: Bill's... between Bill and uh, Tom is uh, too fractured. Is it? You know, he left so. town. I, I think that's the big reason why he left town. Okay. Is they didn't want to do things the Patriot way anymore. It's like I want to do things. The, top, the TB12 way, hey, you know? Okay,
0: okay, I have nothing wrong with that. And he's got a ring out of it, so you can't deny exactly. it. Exactly. So I'm saying, this is your last hurrah. This is Monday Night Football. This is Tom Brady. Against the Cowboys. Against the Cowboys. And Tom Brady is so sacred in my house, which you know, I'm yep. ro- I rock Michigan Brady shirts. Oh,
2: yeah, old you school. Know,
0: okay, you know what I'm saying? And my theory, well, you know the old school. What do I what saying? They knocked down my school to build the old school, okay? So when we, 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 we're going to say that as much as we can I say Brady goes out in a blaze of glory because what's he going to do the next week he's going to have to end up probably playing um,
1: the the Eagles
0: in Philly he ain't getting alive there because it might be a cold, freezing night. And I know he's been playing a lot in New England in those cold, freezing days. But last time I checked, he's been spending a lot of time in Florida.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit different.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you're spending 24-7 in Florida and 24-7 in New England, there's a big difference on the temperature of your body. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? So, But I'm saying, I, okay, so we got it marked on here. Well, first of all, we, we'll make the bet because I know you're not going to bet against Tom Brady. We will, you're going to take Dallas. Okay? And uh I'm taking Tampa Bay.
1: So let's uh, go through our picks quickly. so well, agreed we both- on Buffalo. yes
0: uh you're taking the Jags. I'm yes. taking the Chargers. We agreed on San Francisco. yes, okay uh, we agreed on the Vikings. yep. Um, the only thing about the San Francisco game I said they won't no cover. I said San Francisco
1: won't I think win. they do cover. okay it. so we'll
0: yep. take we're both taking the Vikings. We're both taking Cincinnati. I'm taking Tampa Bay and you're taking Dallas. yes. Okay, so we all.
1: Uh, that. So that pretty much wraps up, I guess, our
0: for this time. St- super Wildcard Weekend Preview. I hope preview. All you people there's just. Can I just have a little bit to say on there? Sure. I want to just say sorry to all the fantasy football guys that got screwed up by the. Uh, oh, the the Demar game, Hamlin yeah. situation like that. Um, a lot of people got missed their parlays on that. And um, ending the season on a football note, I was in a parlay that. I have a 6-1, so I won a few more dollars last week in the Milton Bar pool. Hey, Good luck to everybody in the in the playoffs, and guess what? We, we will be out of here long before that because the number one thing I'm going to be doing for the rest of the weekend is going to be glued to every football game I'm going to see because I find playoff football can be some of the most entertaining
1: that you're going to find. And let's hope so because this has been a kind of miserable football season.
0: What do you think? It's been upside down, inside out, so to speak?
1: I, I have no idea. how to, I've had
0: some great games, and I'm really happy about my Lions. It's became, gotten better the second half. Oh, agreed. Well, yeah. But next year, let's get back again. We're gonna have the, the September games are gonna suck. The Thursday night. Let's games hope are the suck. games
1: can get good in October instead of just November this year. But okay, um, uh,
0: to end on this note on football, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the fact that Mr. Mike Tomlin, yes, 16th consecutive winning season. In sport, or not having losing case, a couple of those are eight and eights, but that's still considered yeah. a winning season. Yep. Yeah. And we, and uh, Mr. Milani, you did do some research on this, and what did he you did. find?
1: So I found that uh, in all of North American sports, he is only one of 10 coaches. Or managers To okay. uh, have 16 or more Consecutive winning seasons
0: In the history of all the sports North American sports North American sports I, I didn't look at like uh, nah, European
1: nah. soccer Or any of that We could afford more shirts Than a ball Come <laughs> on <Wait. laughs> So in hockey It would probably not surprise you To know that there's only one coach That has done it Scotty Scotty Bowman Between yep. his time in St. Louis Montreal and Buffalo Yep That was a nice run uh, Amazing run Yep um, Greg Popovich Moff. And Phil Jackson Are the only basketball coaches, coaches To do yeah. it and Phil Jackson, all twenty of his seasons were winning. Every one. Every single one. Wow,
0: that's that. That is that almost untouchable. Uh,
1: Tom Landry. We'll get into this. We'll Tommy, get into this. Tom, we'll into Tom, this, Tom
0: Landry but did not get. Tom Landry did not get uh, sixteen in a row. Did he? Hold on. We'll, okay, we'll, okay.
1: But uh, Phil Jackson, I think his lowest win season was forty-two wins. Wow. Yeah. I knew it was ridiculous
0: because I read his book. I should have known that. It's a great book if you ever get a chance to read it, but continue. I have
1: heard that's a good book. Very good book. Uh, So we mentioned Tomlin in football. The only two other coaches in football to do that, Bill Belichick, 19 in a row with New England, 2001 to 2019. And Tom Landry, the NFL record, 21 winning seasons in a row. Wow, he had that many. From 66 to 85. Wow. wow. Must be the hat. Must uh, have been that. No, oh, I'm sorry, a and George uh, George Hallis. Oh yeah, sixteen George, in a row with uh, the Bears as well. Way back in the day. Yeah, thirty six to fifty one. Yeah, yeah, that,
0: yeah. Like I was around then. Okay. <laughs> but still, that was that was when I think men were men and sheep were scared or something. I don't sure, know. he yeah. he
1: was actually the second coach on this list to do it. Yep. Uh, and then we have three baseball managers to do it. Wow. So Joe McCarthy, uh, twenty three. So all of his twenty three full seasons and two partial seasons were all winning. This is from nineteen twenty-six to nineteen fifty. Oh yeah. So he all was those.
0: all those he was on those million Yankee winning teams. Yep. Yeah, I got you. Okay, I forgot uh, about him. Sparky Anderson had Sparky seventeen did? in a row. Oh, my boy Sparky yep. with Detroit. Yeah. From Cincinnati to Detroit?
1: Yes, yeah, from seventy two to eighty eight, all winning wow. seasons. Wow. And then uh one of my personal favorite baseball managers, Terry Francona. Really? Sixteen been- in a row and then the the real kicker here was he could have extended it to seventeen the twenty one season, but they were one game under five hundred they were like or whatever they were one win under they were oh, eighty, 80 and eighty two and that and, oh wow and if they had gone just one more win, he would have had. 18 in a row right now. Wow! So I
0: I I I like Terry Francona too. The house that happens. Big shout out to Francona. Even though I didn't like the teams that you played for. I mean, you coached all the time. Oh yeah, I'm not Red Sox. But he was a Montreal Expo at one point. So as I a liked, player, as a player, he oh, was a wow, Montreal. I I'm, I'm thinking he was a Montreal Expo. So I, I, I have huge respect for that. But it's, I'm glad that we popped that up because people, if you're listening out there, it's not like everything you do in the sports and you get on these shows and everybody's guessing things and it becomes trivia and it becomes questions. We brought it up more from a respect level. Because in this day of winning and a fast forward, where coaches are gone, like what what are they saying now? Houston's going to have four coaches in four years. Ridiculous! My, Ridiculous! My Ridiculous. My, my, uh, my Detroit Lions have had, I think it is eight coaches in Tomlin's tenure in Pittsburgh, or six coaches.
1: Yeah, football. like is uh, like the the dumbest. I think with that, where like oh, the, like hockey that,
0: gets it too, though.
1: It does. It actually, we're going to get into that a little we bit. Will. Yes, the, we will. Yes, we will.
0: That's coming.
1: Yeah, but with, with football, I want to. With the Houston Texans situation, like I, I get, like Lovey Smith is kind of past his best before day with you know coaching, but like, come on, like what, like, why are you keeping around just for one season? I I, I don't get that. Because
0: what's happening is the upper management. I think there's a battle in house, all Texas money, or something's going on, or the the corruption's going on the scene. Because you got to realize what all happened in a row there. Suddenly, the thing that's the, the caveat for me, or what made it's me start show. think, yes, what made me do is like when J.J. Watt just said, "I'm out of here." That's when I went. Okay, at first they traded D-Hop. Yep. And then J.J. said, I'm out of here. Like, I think that at that point in time, J.J. Watt was considered, or has to be considered, and, and may bless him in his retirement, but um, at the time he had to be considered one of the most respected players in the NFL – Add on top of that yep. the fact that he was Man of the Year and three-time Defensive Player of the Year.
1: I would say even now he's one of the most respected players. First ballot
0: Hall of Fame for sure. I think so too. That, that's a gimme. I'm not. I'm denying that. But when you got a man of that stature, that just gets up and says, "Hey, I gotta go. I gotta go." And, and you know what? And he and he probably went to the school of thought because um, thinking about the the lessons his mother have taught him, and one is if you got nothing good to say, say nothing. Yeah, don't go. say it. Because he they ask him about the Houston situation, and he basically says, "Well, that's the Houston situation." Why talk about it? Exactly. So, and he's down the road now. D-Hop has never said anything, but he's looked over
1: his shoulder because <laughs> of d By the way, rumored to be coming to New England. Really? Yep.
0: D-Hop? Yep. Because the fire sale in Arizona is on. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's on.
0: Like, there's another organization that said how many coaches now in the Tomlin era?
1: Oh, they can't help themselves. That oh, team. you
0: know what I mean? So, there's something to be said in the stability of having a great coach, and that's the main reason we brought it up. And Tomlin is
1: one of those guys, too, I Even despite these 16 winning seasons in a row, I don't think he gets the respect he deserves, especially like with Steelers fans. It's either you love him or you hate him, which I never got.
0: I don't either, because I've heard like hardcore Steelers fans say, why haven't we fired this guy already? And it blows my mind. I don't get it. Neither do I. And I've had, like, there's some right here that come to Shuey's Bar and Grill, watching Pittsburgh games, and I'm not a big Pittsburgh guy.
1: Neither am I. But, like, I mean, Pittsburgh, they've certainly had their problems the last few years, but... I don't think that was Tomlin. I think it was more so like ownership, kind of like being like, you got to go with Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I think it, that was the we, big okay, issue. Uh,
0: but but Roethlisberger had to give a – he brought them two Super Bowls and three trips.
1: He did. So you got but, – But he was past his best oh, before – Oh, they hung yeah. on to him
0: way too long. I yeah. think they should have exited him as quickly as the Giants did Eli. Because remember, Eli did that one season. I said, okay, yeah, Eli, I'm not doing and, this again. And there
1: was an ego problem there with Big Ben, too, where like there was like, – between him and his receivers, there was a lot, of issue. There was a lot going on in – Oh, yeah. for, I don't think Tomlin was the issue though
0: no I know but he, he still kept the dressing room together and he still got them the winning seasons and look at it earlier exactly. in this year when it looked like Pittsburgh was going to be a laughing stock and on last Sunday they were playing for a spot in the playoffs I mean, got them to over 500 to, and over 500 but and he had to he, everything had to fall in place they won their game they did their job yep. but the, the uh, rest of the dominoes didn't fall the way that they were supposed to And yeah just a
1: little too little too late but right?
0: congratulations yeah. to Mike Tomlin who in my opinion is one of the better coaches I've ever seen in my 50 years of watching football and thanks to him and hopefully next year that he will be getting what we'll be saying his 17th winning season so to speak
1: let's see it could happen
0: i'm just hoping that we i'm of the belief before we leave football that if the dallas cowboys lose to the tampa bay buccaneers on monday night i'm not prone to be giving stephen a smith a lot of spots props if you know what he is but he's predicting that mccarthy will be fired if Dallas, a lot loses, of people gonna, are. I I can't see how. Why not? With Sean Payton, I, I think there? Th-
1: I would say even if Dallas wins that game, like once they get their first loss of the of oh the no, I think they got to know because he's he's got a Super Bowl record. or bust for him.
0: No, I think it's not because they got through that three and one stretch when uh, Dak was got hurt. Because remember they were calling gloom and doom in mm-hmm. Dallas when Dak.
1: Oh, I rode, remember.
0: Okay, and they got through that with a three and one record, and now here they are. I mean, they couldn't catch Philly. Philly was too far ahead. But if Dallas doesn't beat. Tampa Bay on Monday night. This season's a disaster. Re- oh, 100%. regardless of they lost Dak for the four games, because part of the reason that they're in this match is because of Dak.
1: Yeah. If they're not in Philly or in San Fran for the division round, then it's, then, it's, then yeah. I think
0: McCarthy is done. And, and here's another thing I want to start doing on the house that happened as much as I can. I don't want to talk about Dallas. <laughs> That's why I hope they lose well. and we'll get rid of them. Because like, I mean, what did Dallas Cowboys invent uh, football? And as I say that, uh, and you want to back up the track there. Didn't we just say that Tom Landry was 21 years in a row of winning? Yep. And what he was the coach of what team?
1: Dallas Cowboys. How do you think they became America's team?
0: <sighs> I didn't mind back in the day. I liked Tony Dorsett. I liked Randy White. I, uh, the, the, the triplets were fun. All that stuff. Even though I bet for Buffalo. When Buffalo <laughs> played Dallas in the Super Bowl, I was cheering for buffalo i wasn't cheering for dallas <laughs> but you have to give mr jerry jones who's like a carnival barker man he'll get money out of your pocket he'll promo like anyone you realize he's the only owner that has a radio show that comes out in the morning and talks about what happens on their football team
1: uh, i would have guessed i know he has his uh, radio show i yeah, can't think of any other owners I I, that do that I
0: not in football i can't think no, of anyone no, no. do that in in any sport any north
1: american sport yeah like, like who does that yeah
0: oh but i'm jerry jones and i just turned 80
1: yeah, I, I, I love know, it. The, okay, so like, I, I don't always agree with uh, his football moves, but I mean the, the extracurriculars I love.
0: Everyone says in sports, if you're doing a show like that we are doing, he gives us lots to talk about, so to speak. Anyway, good luck with all the teams in the playoffs this weekend. I've already said, as you've known, and I can't back down now, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are still going to win the Super Bowl. However, I'm hoping it's the Buffalo Bills, and I'm wrong.
1: Uh, I'm going to say San Francisco Buffalo in the Super Bowl.
0: Um, I'm definitely not going there because you, Brock Purdy is a rookie quarterback.
1: So who's coming out of the NFC? It's
0: going to be Philadelphia. Ultimately. Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia okay. you know, and so, and then Jalen Hurts won't be ready for prime time, and Mahomes will be, and Andy Reid will get to beat his old team and bitch slap them <laughs> for not for firing him in the first place. So how is that
1: for a take? I, I would love that for a storyline. Okay, that'd be that's That'd, be, that'd give heard, us plenty to talk at about. How
0: that happens, That's what I'm predicting because I never believed when, when back in the day when Philadelphia fired Andy Reid. I went, what?
1: That was a shocker. Oh,
0: it blew me away. And that's because Lurie, some people said that Andy uh, Reid had a little bit more oomph in the organization than the owner. Like he was getting, like, they, like. I don't know if that's true. Right, But right. they were saying, like, sometimes the owner said, I got to bring this guy down to the level. And if that's good, true,
1: I mean that that's a problem.
0: That's what I'm saying, too. And and Lurie does have a bit of an ego, but he did pick the right coach because Siri He did. He is doing an excellent job,
1: and he picked Doug Peterson before that. And so. he had Doug
0: Peterson before that, so like, yeah, we we you know he's done a good job. Which obviously he knows good coaches because look at that track record. Sure. Why oh, fire the good ones? I like again. I thought he fired Doug Peterson too soon.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: And, and oh, to the benefit of who? Oh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who are where? In the playoffs. There you go. At the beginning of the season, would you have said that Jacksonville was going to be in the playoffs?
1: Oh, my God. I would have said they were going to be probably dead last, or maybe not dead last with the Texans there, but third place. Yeah, definitely. We did
0: not. We've got the receipts here.
1: Yeah. We had nothing to do (laughs) with the Jags.
0: And anyway, good luck. I just hope it's good football. Because a lot of Amen. us are going to be out there parlaying in football pools. And uh, we will let you know Beer next week. Hand. Beer in hand. With, what the uh, the specs are on the house that happens when we put in our and, and the football pool. And hope we do win some money, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yep. Which leads us to this issue that we have to talk about. We are now at the midpoint of the NBA season. And we are at the NB, NBA uh, and the NHL season. And since we are at the house that happens and we are a Canadian operation, and we keep tabs on the Habs, we should be speaking about what's going on with the Canadian hockey teams and how many are going to looking like they're going to be playoff
1: bound, Mr. Milani? Well, that's the big question. I would say, as of right now, only two are guaranteed locks, Toronto and Winnipeg. Agreed?
0: Oh, 100%.
1: They're they're the only
0: two, which is really, really sad because we're just talking about one of the most spectacular players in the world of sports is Connor McDavid. If he doesn't make the playoffs, come on.
1: Well, and, and what about Calgary as well? All they won the off season. They had make all these big moves, and they're kind just kind of treading water right now. Markstrom went back to you know he turned into a pumpkin again. What um, what,
0: one of the things is do you think that's part of the problem because he's been. Oh, that's a, a lot that's of a
1: big part of the problem, and then just like Huberto, like his numbers are not. This is a guy who's been you know a hundred point pace last couple of seasons. Now he's going to be lucky to score sixty points.
0: Well, you know what, I I'm I don't gonna, know if
1: he's having trouble adjusting to the system or what, but
0: I, I don't know what it is either. But I'm going to tell you one of the things that surprised me is that one of the reasons that Calgary may I I'm still going to sl- slip in the back door of the playoffs is the play of uh, Nazim Kadri.
1: Oh yeah, you uh, know he has definitely not been the problem there. No he's no been, no, he's I, come I, as advertised exactly,
0: and and not and and you know what I I'm I know disrespect, but I or I I want to give him a little more respect. I sometimes think that Calgary's defense is a little bit better than they're given credit for. At times, it's the guy that doesn't make the big save. I, I, that I, makes you look bad.
1: I agree 100%. It's uh, it's on the goaltending there. Their defense, they don't have that no, like, but number one stud. I mean, a, stud, but I mean they, no, they do it by committee.
0: Exactly. And I and you know what? And, and I really believe that the committee thing works because if you want to talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs, and uh, your buddy... Um, Mr. Riley. Riley, he seems to have gone into the mode that they were in were in that stretch. So look at the other night, that game, um, the Nashville-Toronto game. Oh, yeah. Great, great hockey game. Now, I heard Riley's name a lot doing that, but it was in context of the flow of the game. Yeah. Not getting caught up the ice.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know what
0: I mean? So I'm saying that the structure that the Leafs plays, I don't know what happened with the Red Wings the next night. I just think they took the night off.
1: <laughs> it looked that way from my head. Oh, yeah,
0: just like they took the night off. Did, did Matthews play that game?
1: No, he was out both games. He's going to be back tonight, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So is that load management?
1: I mean, it looks like, I mean, they already know who they're playing in the first round. So why not? (laughs) Do you think that's going
0: on? What's his injury?
1: Yeah. Undisclosed, right? I think. So, I, I so when know.
0: does Marner come up with his undisclosed injury?
1: <laughs> in, in about a week or two. Okay, that's yeah. what
0: I'm. I'm just saying I don't. That's know. a big
1: problem with this playoff format, I think too. If you if you're already like knowing midway through the season who you're going to play in round one, that's a that's an issue.
0: Do you think that's already been preordained? <sighs> if it is preordained, then well, we gotta, preordained we
1: gotta, when? Because I don't okay. think I, I so would, before the season. I would not. Okay, I had Toronto so, winning the division. Okay, I would not have said Boston would have been this oh, good. Th- you know, what? I had them in the playoffs. I would oh. not have had them this good. Oh.
0: You know what? Here at the House That Happens, we are hockey fanatics to a point. We know that we're in Chewy's Bar and Grill and the pedigree that it has in hockey, etc., etc., etc. It hurts me in ways you cannot even describe to have to respect the season the Boston Bruins are having.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's I hate it's, uh, those
0: schmucks, man. I'm still saying that freaking Marshawn looks like vermin. They still play a little bit dirty. I've seen the last couple of, of games they're the they still Bruins. play some dirty ass stuff, but I didn't even know who their goalies are. And both guys Omar are. Omar exi- can swim in. Oh, he's been playing great. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I mean, last year when they gave Omar all that money, I was like, uh, I don't know, no, 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 no,
0: no, no, There's no red flag on this Well, hold on. Well,
1: I mean, last year was a little bit, it wasn't exactly smooth sailing last season, but he's really turned it around this year. I don't know if it's like...
0: I think what's turned it around is if you look at these teams, and I've been doing a little research on, this is another team, like, who's the number one defenseman on the Boston Bruins?
1: McAvoy, easy.
0: Okay, so you got that, all right? So who are the other guys that they got there?
1: Well, they got Carlo. He's like a big... Uh, Hampus Lindholm's been, like, unreal again. He's kind of showing what, uh, like, why he got all that that hype early on in his uh, Anaheim years, right?
0: Okay, so I'm going to take it one step further then. Uh, How many years have these guys been playing together? Not many. Okay, but this is, what, their third season of, I think, at least four of them?
1: Probably, yeah.
0: yeah. okay, on defense. Okay, Carlo?
1: He's, yep, been he's been on there.
0: He's been there a while. He's been there a while. mcelvoy has been there a while. Um Forbert, this is his what? Second or third season?
1: Yeah, grizzlick has been there a while.
0: grizzlick has been there a while, so I'm that's yes. So there's four right there. I think yep. this is their third season together. That bodes well for any team, and I'm going to tell you why. Look at your Toronto Maple Leafs now. This is their third season that they're getting most of these guys around and notice they're keeping Lindgren with Sandin. Yes, they are. It, then I tell you, to me, I'm, I mean, I hate to even admit that. That's how much I've been watching Toronto. Damn. But I'm telling you, though, you can't break up that duo. Like, they play very well together. They get a little yeah. pawn hockey mix, but one guy... You know why they're such great skaters? That they watch which guy goes. So the other guy Like the yeah, other guy hangs back. The other yeah. guy hangs back. They're, they're very good at doing that. Maybe they couldn't learn to do that with Riley because... That's,
1: saying. That's why I would have liked Lilligren to be playing with Riley because I think them two together, which... I think down the line it could still be a combination, but like it could be a thing where like one you don't think so. You're shaking no, your head. No, I,
0: I definitely think that they got to leave it the way that it is.
1: I'm not saying this year necessarily, but like this, I'm saying like years down the road potentially. How I, far I think, down uh, the road? It should be now or never or because
0: if you're going to be that guy, you should be now. Then you're going to be coffee and Huddy. You start a coffee and Huddy now, you know, and whatever. Because there's no real guy with like. A, and, and, and the crazy thing is when you talk about. um um uh, Colorado, for example, who's Makar got? Who's his guy? All depends on who's playing well. Because uh, uh, there's no, it's was, not like Bobby Orr and Dallas. What's his name? Like over the years, you know, you had certain guys that played together all the time. Uh, the two guys in Chicago, they're always on the ice together. Um, Seabrook and what's and his Keith, name? Yeah, yeah. You but know they what
1: ended I mean? up splitting them up. Oh, Devon Taves, he is uh, McCars partner. They've been. They've been a study partner. Oh, yeah, that's part, true. Yeah. That's,
0: yeah, come to think of it. If, it if
1: was, they would have gone to the Olympics, uh, I think that would have been a, a pair that they would have taken together to be on the national team.
0: Probably would have, just yeah. for the chemistry purposes. Okay. So, but you look at Toronto, though. Even though Connor Simmons hasn't played enough games, or Connor Timmons,
1: you, you wish not he'd bad. Been
0: no, he not No, he's been pretty damn good. But you look at the other guy. This Hall guy's been on the team for how long now?
1: Oh my! This is like his fourth or fifth year. There
0: you go. So yes. that's what I'm saying. When you when you put those guys all, like, and I and I hope that Jordy Ben, you shouldn't even bring him out anymore.
1: Like, really? No,
0: no, no, no. Come on. I, I think I, he's like, a
1: solid depth option.
0: Okay. Uh, really? So so what are you gonna
1: do? Like go- he's like your eighth D. I, I I like him more than Victor Mete.
0: Well, <laughs>
1: why do you think the Habs got rid of him? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> and Ottawa got rid of him. And
0: Ottawa got rid of him. <laughs> there there's like there's a lot of strikes against you anyway. But anyways, you, you got uh, what's going on with Brody.
1: He's, he's on IR, correct? Yeah. He's going to be up for a few weeks.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, then he's in and out of the lineup, okay? If you're talking about a few weeks now, a few weeks from now, okay, let's just say six weeks from now is what? Last time I checked, this is January 14th. Six weeks from now means April 1st.
1: Uh, about six weeks, weeks right. yeah, is about
0: yeah. a, uh, okay. So listen, by the time you go into the playoffs, one of the reasons to be successful, Colorado had it last year, and Cal- and Calgary had it last year too. As as a bit as that, you got to know who your six defensemen are going in to the placement. You got to know your rotation, and what is every team that's in the playoff hunt this year looking for to store up for at the trading deadline? Uh, defense. The same old thing. How many years has it been in a row if you got defensemen? So I'm saying I'm hoping what Montreal do is let Savard and Weidman go.
1: Are they on the last years of their deals?
0: No, Savard got a couple, but I'm saying what's going they They're not going
1: to trade Savard then, I don't think. So,
0: I, you know, we just got him. But, I mean, he's already long in the tooth. We're not making the playoffs. You need guys to play next year, so that's the problem. Well, we'll keep with the young guys. The young guys that we have, you know what I'm saying, is that part of the problem with Montreal... You need
1: minute munchers, though, it's a thing. You can't okay, just have all the young guys just throw them out there. You're going you're gonna to cook them.
0: What's that? Well, I'm, I'm saying, listen, why not now? Where are we going? Where are we going as a team this year, okay? So what are we going to do? Let's just discuss this. Joel Edmondson, junk them. <laughs> I agree with that. Okay, well, what do we need him for? Savard? How old is he? He's thirty-two. Weidman is thirty-three. Okay, I think about keeping around Savard, maybe because you'll be looking for someone when the time comes. But
1: yeah, I think I think he keeps Savard. Weidman, I mean, that could be an intriguing trade no, chip for No, he, he could, he could, and I'm done with him
0: too. Like he was supposed to be our our, our big solid guy. What did he you were do praising for...
1: him at the beginning of the season? What well, happened? he was.
0: No, not anymore. No, he's what, he's what, what happened? Slow. I was praising Savard. Back and check. No, you were praising Chris uh, Weidman to check I, the tape. I better check the tape. I hope we can erase it because I ain't sharing him now. And in Edmondson, you know, I had no time for this guy. Mm-hmm. You know that. Like, like what what's my surprise? Like, I mean, we got him here. What we got him from Pittsburgh. He was involved in the um Petrie deal. Petri trade, it? yeah. Yeah, which was like looking bad for both teams now because Petrie's on the IR and Pittsburgh's struggling.
1: Yeah, Pittsburgh. I think they still—actually, I don't know. It's going to come between them and the Islanders for that final playoff spot. Okay,
0: Okay. maybe that's what I'm going to say. So I'm going to look at it this way. Why we trade those guys, because we are talking about the Canadian teams and their prospects for this season. We know Ottawa, Montreal are done. And Vancouver, yeah, and Vancouver doesn't look uh, like just, they're, they're like they're up and down, but they can make that simply because they they've won a few games now. So people are talking about like the year St. Louis one. Remember at the at the halfway point, St. They're Louis- still there.
1: Twelve points back of a playoff spot, no, though. No, they're not they're, doing they're, nothing for they're me. They're too either. far back. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux, I think, is done too. Oh, really? He, he wasn't the he wasn't uh, the Jimmy C. Rutherford's C. guy. C. He okay. wasn't Jimmy Rutherford's guy. Don't forget, they hired him before they hired Rutherford. So I don't
0: like Rutherford either. He's just I think he's long in the tooth. He should be gone.
1: But <sighs> he, he he does make some stupid moves, but don't forget he got Pittsburgh to win those two exactly, more, right? and so. he got
0: Hartford. Didn't he? Wasn't involved in that Hartford one with the Stalls early in their career. Oh, well, with Carolina. Carolina, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Cartford. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he's San got three Diego, rings. LA, yes.
1: He's got three rings. Okay,
0: so now well, I, I'm going to go back just for a moment about why they should trade. Montreal can start the season next year with Gooley. Yep. Too bad he's a minus 14 because you know how much that means to me. <laughs> so, I'm not, okay, but he'll get better. He's just been out there. Aberjacky, We've got him. We've got that Matson guy.
1: Oh, uh, uh, before we move on, we got you, Ab- you mentioned. Uh, Jack, if you call him, I have heard so many pronunciations of his name. I do not know what to believe anymore. I don't either. I thought I've, I've heard it was Jack, all I I I've be, heard. That, I've uh, heard people say it like you too, <laughs> but like, I have no idea. I
0: don't either. I'm just want to put the whole thing on a jersey because it looks funny. Sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looks awesome on a jersey. Oh,
0: it does. I've seen a couple people do it, and I like. Them. But I'm saying there we've got and we've got the Kosovic or whatever his name is. He's, he's a pretty young guy. So if you really think about Montreal, when we start the next season, and these guys will have all these ice times. We've got Gouli, We've got Jordan Harris, who I think should get more time. Mm-hmm. And they're all young. So we've got Gouli, um, Jordan Harris, Kosovic, um, that Matheson guy. And let's not um, uh, get a, uh, Justin Barron. I think he's very raw. But he's got some size, you know what yep. I mean? And yep. he, he could do something. And we got that couple guys down in the minors that are big boys that are playing like 30 minutes a night.
1: Yeah, they're probably going to get called up by the end of the season. Yeah, and they take
0: a look at him. So I'm saying now and we're rebuilding, and we got two picks in the first round and what, two in the second? I'm not sure. We're kind of like the Detroit Lions that way.
1: Yeah, uh, you got two in the first and four three in the fourth, so. Oh,
0: we don't have the second. We've no. been there th- the four. Okay, but okay, we'll take those two in the first, but why not? Like, I'm saying, we could be, we should be able to parcel uh, a Weidman, an Edmondson, or a Savard for a second or a third rounder.
1: I don't know if we'd get that high. For Weidman, you, you're probably looking at like a fourth or fifth round pick, something pretty but low. But I think
0: Savard, you could get her a second or third.
1: Cause- yeah, but I don't think he's the guy that you want. I think you, you hold on to Savard, though. I think you want that veteran presence on your back end, especially with so many young guys. You need that.
0: Okay, I'm not going to deny that. I'm just thinking about where we're going to go in the future because I don't want to be sitting around not making the playoffs for the next five years. No, I, I see that. You know what I mean? So, like, we've got some young guys. I'm even saying a couple of the forwards that we've gotten right now, like, uh, maybe we got to, you know, cut bait, so to speak. Do you think uh, you guys
1: can get anything for Didanov or
0: No, the bum. <laughs> Come I know. On. I
1: know you're not getting anything for Drew so I won't no, even go we're not
0: there. No, that's what I'm saying. So um, what are we going to do? So the guys. Do you do you
1: trade Hoffman? Do you think he's got two? He's got another year left after this. I'm going to say this. I
0: think that Monahan and Hoffman are both trade bait. Okay.
1: Monahan, that's a, that's an you interesting
0: one. You know what I mean? One. Because we got him. In. He's
1: he's injured though. Right exactly, now, right?
0: but he's going to be back anytime now. He hasn't panned out to be what we thought he was going to be. Well. Okay. I thought he'd be more. He isn't. So I say him Hoffman. I'm going, he's another guy. If, if we can get something for him, let's go. Joel, Armin, Armia Ar- Armia.
1: He's got a lot. Of, he's got two years left after this, though. I think that's the problem with him. That's, that's gonna too be, bad. Yeah, that's gonna, be tough, uh, that's gonna be a tough that's gonna be a tough one for teams to swallow.
0: Okay, but here's the thing about him, okay? He can play center at times, and he's a great um
1: He's a good penalty killer. That's yeah. what
0: I'm saying. So if team comes up looking at, for that defensive guy that they're gonna need, like you know you're talking about three point
1: four mil against the cap, though. that's a thing. It's a lot, that's a lot.
0: Okay, you get him at the trade deadline, and I don't but know. But two
1: more years after this, though, that's the big one, I think. I thought we overpaid him. Uh, I agree. I, I thought agree. we overpaid him when we got him, but he, he... He's a fourth liner, and like you shouldn't be paying guys like that over two mil. Okay, but opinion. you
0: know what he did when we got to the finals against Tampa Bay? Right. Isn't that when oh. he, he signed after that? Remember? Oh. So you know what I mean? <laughs> and got he, caught in that and, trap. And, and he... Uh, yeah, we got conned there, but I mean he did play great. He was one of the like the unsung heroes in getting us to the finals that year. Mm-hmm. So I guess he was rewarded as such, which I wouldn't do like what do you've done for me lately? But I'm saying a lot and a lot of other teams could use a player like him.
1: Of course. That's what I'm saying. So of I mean, that cap it is going to be the the top. You need to I don't I don't even think that many teams have huge cap space in the NHL. It's- no, no. a, lot, a lot of the teams are right up against the Caps. So. And
0: Another thing that we've been saying here about the house that happens is that we're we're really saying that we hope that they change some of the rules in that bargaining agreement, like have a player exemption or... Well, I, it's Burke not going to happen
1: with Gary, though, I don't think, unfortunately. But. No, he's that stiff? <sighs> don't you think it would have happened already?
0: I don't know, because what happened is, is that the um, with the expansion... And the new teams come in with the Vegas and Seattle's and stuff like that. They got to get settled in, right? So let's yep. keep it this hard for now to see what's going to happen. Because what, when they get those, um, they got the draft picks and the, and the way the draft has gone where they can steal players from the other team, they built really fast.
1: Yeah, especially,
0: well, Seattle too, it's year two and they're looking pretty good. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So what it does is you have to say to the older franchises that have been trying to build all these years, like they're at a definite, like the Montreal, Vancouver, Ottawa's, we don't have the advantages that the Seattle's and the Vegas has had, which is the way the rules are written. So the only way to get to to balance that out is after a few years, there won't be any expansion and then perhaps we're going to say, okay, let's do something this way.
1: Okay, so what you guys so the like new them, like, teams coming 10 in ten years the down the road, maybe? No, that's
0: too long. I say within five. five. Okay, within five. You know what I'm saying? Because now let's the, the, you can't change the playing field for teams that's already had advantages. You know what I mean? Right. Like Seattle and Vegas, the way they can pluck from those rosters and stuff like that. Now they're not going to expand anymore in the NHL. I don't. Not think anytime any, soon. No, anytime soon. So what you're saying is like, give it that three or four years, and now everybody's been. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It levels out, and then we say, okay, let's make this rule now. Because I'm I'm just saying now, where's Toronto gonna be? Is Toronto gonna be Chicago in, in six years?
1: Jeez, I hope not. Or
0: is Toronto gonna be LA? But look at LA. they I mean LA's they, LA's raised their head up. I give they them have. but I mean what? They were down for three, right?
1: Uh more even, I wanna say. Okay, but now they're up there and it looks There's like some ugly years. You're damn
0: right it was ugly. And why? Salary cap killed them. They had to dump everybody too. And to me
1: Well, and they signed some bad contracts. That's that's usually the team, trap.
0: Okay, everybody does that too, but Okay, now let's look at it. If you're gonna talk about bad contracts, do you think any of those contracts on the Toronto Maple Leafs are bad now?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either. And I think the smartest move they made is not giving the money to Campbell, pulling in the goaltender they've got. And or stick.
1: Hyman, I would say too. What's that? Or not giving the money to. to I'm not Hyman giving the Hyman. There you go. Like if some of these guys. And, and the people in this city, like, lost their minds. Are like, oh, that's the guy you draw the line on. It's like, well, yeah.
0: Why not? He's, he's not. A he's not elite.
1: Season. He's very good. He's yeah? not elite though.
0: No, and he's having a good season.
1: Sure. But I, I mean have, I, I wouldn't pay I, you can't pay him seven mil oh, like, no uh, no with, no with no the, no your cap no. structure. No,
0: and especially when you got the big four in your team. But I'm gonna look at it this way. I'm gonna go with the big four thinking because um the way you guys got around the goaltending issue, mm-hmm. that was it. And you built you built defense. Yep. Okay, so all of these guys you picked up, you put them in your system. Some of these guys played with Sheldon Keefe in the minors.
1: Yeah, Justin Hall, Timothy Lilligren, yeah, Rasmus Sandy. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. And so you guys have developed that, and, and apparently you've got more guys down in the minors that you're trying to do because you know what the salary cap thing is? You can't afford everybody, but if you build a defensive back end and look at the top teams in the league. Boston's built that way. Yeah. Winnipeg's built that way. You know what I mean? So it's interesting. Vegas is built that way. You're not saying that you have um, uh, um, a car. But you got four guys that are, you know what I mean? Like could be a number like solid, one, yeah, yeah. like top four like, guys, like, like, four guys. Guys, like yeah. in, in in Boston and stuff like that. And I forget the number one guy in Winnipeg. He's Morrissey, solid. yeah, he's solid too. But you don't talk about those guys as being like the greatest players in the uh, the top whatever. But maybe they should be.
1: Uh, well, Morris, Norris, uh, Josh Morrissey's name has been associated with the Norris a lot this year. Oh, definitely. So. Yeah,
0: as as well it should though. If you look at his numbers, he's solid. He's playing big big money. Where is he right now? Yeah.
1: It, can he sustain that the whole season though? That's going to be the question.
0: The, the thing is, man, 47 points is 47 points, okay? Yep. He's a plus. He's a big plus. He's already a plus 12. Already? That means he could be a plus 24. Yeah, he's got all all the and 17 assists on the power play. I just noticed that. I go. did not know that. So he's... No, I I, I would put him in there. McCarr is going to be there every year.
2: Yep.
1: We know
0: that. But yep. those are the top two. But one of the guys that... That's,
1: Adam Fox up there too, I think.
0: You think? But the guy in Boston...
1: Oh, uh, McAvoy. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah.
0: He's, he should get some stuff, too, even though I don't like him.
1: he's Well, he, he's his uh, stock, I should say, has been kind of building up these last few years. He's been yep. second All-Star team a couple times now, yep, I yep, think. So, yep, yep. so he, it looks like it could be his turn. It could be breaking. I, I don't like this turn. Don't say it's his turn. Say he earned it. That's the way it is. <laughs> he's,
0: he's earned it because you never know what's going to we got 40 games left, and McCarr could get everybody back, and he, he could go. But I still say McCarr has been playing great.
2: Oh, 100%. Uh, it's like he still unreal. looked great.
0: Every time I see him on the ice, I look at the Colorado games, I say him good. And I really say you can notice that Kadri is off that team, especially with, with uh, McKinnon was missing those games. Mm-hmm. You you don't realize – and I say this going back to Toronto. I never thought that Toronto should have traded Kadri, but how would they keep him on the team now with yeah. the guys they had? How would they keep him under the salary cap? But at the time they traded him, I went – Oh, I don't know. And in the last two years, what does it cost you? A guy like Kadri in the playoffs had that yeah, little grit yeah. you guys didn't have. And he went to Colorado and brought that grit and won them a Stanley Cup.
1: Yeah, the way Kadri was just kind of utilized his last year in Toronto, I think, was just a big And the shame. dumb
0: penalties and the suspensions didn't help sure. at all. I, I
1: mean, I, it, it didn't help that our coach at the time was had him buried on the third line for a lot of the year. I thought that was a complete wrong are, way to go are, about aren't, things.
0: Aren't the Toronto Maple Leafs still paying that coach?
1: Uh, yeah, it's the last year of his contract Oh, this is the yeah, last this year? this is the last year We don't
0: have to mention his names But he must be drinking scotch and getting hammered in Saskatchewan <laughs> He's never getting back in the league, eh?
1: No, no In my opinion I, I heard he's given up on trying to find another job, too, in the league
0: Well, after with that stunt he pulled with Marner
1: No, I know, but I think for a long time he probably would have thought Like, oh, I, I'm Mike, Mike, you know who <laughs> Oh,
0: come on You know what? I'm, you know what, his resume is still great
1: it's fantastic. Okay.
0: And, and look, notice we still have not mentioned his name. Yeah. Because I'm saying the way that he was run out of town, I thought it was weird at first. But then when you keep adding all the pieces that you added on. All the stories. And all the stories. Like, come on, buddy.
1: And, and guys like Mike Commodore have been kind of like waving, like raising that flag for years. being like, hey, guys, he is not who you think he and is. You, and
0: you know what? The thing is, too, is that there had to be a little bit of, um, how would you put it? Because Shanahan and Babcock were both in Detroit at the same time.
1: Yes, Shanahan played under him for one season. For that
0: one year. Yeah. So there, there is that respect factor going in there. And, of course, uh, um, him being the so-called mentor to many players, that Shanahan probably paid him a little bit more respect mm-hmm. than was necessary at the time, which is not – I'm not going to blame uh, Shani for that. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. But once you uh, peel back the onion, I do not believe that he will ever – coach in the NFL NHL. NHL again
1: how different do you think things would have been if Babcock had gone to Buffalo instead I think it would have been more of
0: a disaster because he wouldn't have had the resources in Buffalo as he did here <laughs> so it would have been a bigger disaster you know you who know? would
2: have been the
1: Leafs coach if uh, Babcock had gone to uh, Buffalo right not sure Guy Boucher oh that would have been fun I
0: think that you guys would have been better off in the long run maybe but he I, I really believe that Sheldon's uh, earning his stripes
1: I think so too uh, I, I, really I, I wasn't so. a, a big fan of his early on but. I know
0: and you guys had that little like which is Toronto and Montreal the first 10 games you say the sky was falling and I was the one I would like to check the tapes which I have to go back and I've checked the uh, I
1: was not a happy camper I was, uh, in I'm going to say that I'm going season. to be
0: on record as saying more nice things about the Toronto Maple Leafs in the last three months than I've ever said in my life wow. but the facts the facts are there and I'm calling it they win the first round they go to the conference championship. I'm, I'm
1: still so nervous about play So you're saying they beat Tampa and Go, Boston?
0: No, because the second. Yes, one. that would have to be the. No, because the second one that did end up playing. Um,
1: Boston, no. they're in the same division.
0: No, but don't you don't you cross
1: in the second no, round? No, you, you have to play. You stay in your division.
0: Yeah, well then you know, guess what? They'll be the they'll be the what do you call those president cup guys and they always <laughs> lose. So it's playing into Toronto's hands. You want you know, you don't cross to play Carolina?
1: Not till conference final. Wow, yep.
0: So then they're gonna probably play Carolina in the conference final, which they could beat. So they could go to the finals, guys. The Dallas Cowboys of the NHL. <laughs> Can I call them that?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's appropriate.
0: At uh, times it is. So, and I'm, But I'm not going to compare the two because I got, uh, you know what? I don't hate on Dallas either, really. You don't hear me hating on him. It's just that. Uh, uh, you, a, you don't love him. No, definitely you know, not.
1: Uh, I'm not inviting him for dinner. I mean, if if I had I'm a invi- for every time uh, you've said, uh, uh, well, let's stop talking about the Cowboys okay, or we I'll, talk about the Cowboys okay, too much.
0: Yes, I, I, agree, I agree with that firmly, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So in any event, when we're going to take a big look at this, we got to say this. This year for Canadian hockey teams making the playoffs, please Calgary and Edmonton, tighten your shoes. Out. Come on, you know what I mean. As of right now, and you got Colorado breathing down your neck. St. Louis hasn't gone anywhere. You Nashville's know still there. Nashville's fighting, and look at a good team they are. We've seen them play. So you know what I'm. I'm, I'm just going. You guys got to tighten it up. I, I I believe
1: in Nashville more than I believe in St. Louis. So
0: oh, I do too. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to go out on a limb on this. I'm going to say that when the playoffs come. The sleeper team is going to be Minnesota. I love you the way so? they play hockey. I do. Their back ends a little uh, shaky at times. Okay, their well,
1: goaltending Okay, okay, but maybe
0: maybe the guys will come up but they play nice hockey. They got good players. They do. They're the but, Russians great.
1: Uh, oh, Kaprizov's amazing. Oh, I, I, I'm I, not I, complaining about him. Uh,
0: Kaprizov was on my my first list when I wrote down all spectacular players. Really? I like I had 20 guys written down. He was on the list. Okay. I like him that much. I like his flair. I like the way he plays
1: dollar dollar career. Oh
0: yeah he's just he's just a good hockey player he makes the guys around him look better. The older guys in the team respect him yep you know what I mean so when the you when you, get, when, when you got that chemistry and it's, what don't they have a couple of those how would you put it those um the, the defense by committee?
1: Yeah, they got uh, Jared Spurgeon. Uh, yeah, I like Rodin. him a lot.
0: Yeah, I like him a lot.
1: Uh, uh, I don't know. Let me look. I'm, I'm I was going to say Suter, him up but he's on Dallas now. Yeah, he's um, gone. But I like Minnesota's defense. Dumba. Although I heard he could be on his way out of town coming soon. Really? Yeah, I heard there's is it money. Is it money? I heard
0: that too. Probably money. It, it's there. Oh, they got uh, the other guy they got is that uh, Addison guy.
1: Kalen Addison. Yes, yeah.
0: that's the guy I was missing. I, I know because you mentioned Spurgeon. I go, yeah, I got him, but they got him. And that Sam Steele guy, but I know he's a center. He's a center, The yeah. center guy, but um, him and Spurgeon, and they don't always play together either. Spurgeon no. and uh, they don't always play together because they pick up the other two guys with that Dumba. I don't know about the Merrill. Like, he
1: doesn't... He's, he's like a bottom pair kind yeah, of guy. But, um, they got Goligoski. He's a good puck mover. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. And him and Brody. And him and Brody play a bit together, isn't it? Or is it Brody? I think Brody plays with... um,
1: Let's look that up quickly.
0: I think he plays with Addison, doesn't he? Brody play with Addison? I know they don't... That Spurgeon and uh, what's-his-name don't always play together
1: unless it's a power play. Spurgeon, Middleton is a pairing right now. Brody and Dumba. Yeah, okay, Bro. Is that what it is? And then they got Merrill, Addison on the third pair. Oh, so Merrill plays with Addison. Addison plays top power play, though. Yeah, all
0: the time. Yeah. All the time, because he's got that. He's good. But as I'm saying, that there, there's another thing. If you're going to check these four guys and you check the pedigree, I think three of them. This is their third year with Minnesota.
1: Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Well, Spurgeon's been there forever. Brody's oh, I know been that. there forever. Dumba's yeah. been there forever. So. And Addison's
0: just joined in the yeah. last couple of years.
1: Goligoski, so. I think, it's his second it is, season yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So
0: that's so what I'm saying. Like you build from the back end. You know, you get those guys yeah. together, and, and and after so many years of being together, like I'm saying, they don't have the best goaltending in the world, and Marc-Andre Fleury just left town, didn't he? He's still there. No, but
1: something, he's leaving oh, the team I for the,
0: yeah, personal I, reasons. What did he do? I don't know. I'm
1: not going to say because he's
0: French from Quebec. I don't want to say anything like that.
1: I, I'm a Marc-Andre fl- fan. I've I'll never been. The, I think I'll he's put a, that out there. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that he hasn't been my favorite. Ever, I think he got a little bit of. Uh, he
0: got too much hype because he had a great team in front of him, in the Pittsburgh days. I'm gonna I say think, the.
1: I'm gonna say he got. Uh, he was kind of the scapegoat at times. He didn't deserve to be. He was left tongue out to dry by that Penguins team a bunch of times. Okay,
0: but he played in the. He played in the queue, so he should know that. <laughs> that's how I look at it. He played in the queue. You should be used to rubber. Your name should be Goodyear. Come on, that's how they bring those goalies oh, boy. up. I'm telling you, I just say, but I give him more credit when he went to Vegas. Oh, I mean. That's when he, I said, okay. He was I, behind I get, a
1: really insulated team there, you know, right? But
0: still, he made the big saves at the right time. Remember sure, Vegas got went to, to the, the finals? finals. Yeah. He got a business out of that. So I got, like I say, he's never been my favorite goalie. And uh, he could suddenly come back in Minnesota, but I think he's done for the year, isn't he? Something weird went on. We should look it up because I heard it the he, other he's day. He's not give on. A big shout uh, out.
1: Uh, uh, he I'm on cat ab- friendly. They only have him and Gustafson are the only goalies on the roster.
0: Agreed. But isn't he taking a leave of absence? I don't. I don't think so. We should try to look that up online right now. But I I seen something on a ticker or something where he was like,
1: "This is news to me."
0: Yes, he said something. Whatever he did, like a dare. no. He's
1: starting tonight. Is he really? Yeah. He's oh he took a uh, he took a brief brief leave for deep personal matter, but he's back.
0: Oh, he did come back. Yeah. Okay, good. So he's not beating his wife or anything. Oh, God. Why would you
1: even go there? <laughs> I don't Who know. Every it? time I
0: hear these guys leave for deep personal reasons, <laughs> either they robbed the bank or hit the pipe or beat their wife. It's one of the three. You know what I mean? And I know disrespect, but that's just the way it seems oh, to God. go, bro. Come on. That's not, that's not, when you hear deep personal reasons people are leaving, different. I don't know. I just
1: think family.
0: Okay. You know, the first time I heard deep personal reasons? to an ally of Freedy. Left the Toronto Maple Leafs years ago. It was the first time I heard that phrase. You know the, you know the. Now, You've told me about this, the urban yeah. legend about, and we. I'll just say Gary Lehman and stop there. So the time I heard deep personal reasons, look up Toronto urban legends, Ally Afraidy, Gary Lehman, and fans. You can figure it out for yourself. And a
1: couple of years after, they were both out of town.
0: And uh, <laughs> there you go. And sorry, because Toronto don't do that. Because nope. this is Toronto. Toronto good. the good. You got it. Do you know what I mean? So in any event, before we we rant anymore, I'm really, both of us, I think, agree that we're really hoping that Calgary and Edmonton, because they gave us some great playoff, small playoff moments last year, and some great, great hockey games. So I'm just saying, we can't have the playoffs without one of our top dynamic players in the house that happens, Connor McDavid.
1: Let's hope not. And with, and, and with not. his buddy
0: Drysaitl, Drysaitl,
1: yeah, their,
0: and their uh, wingman Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who I think is underrated now. Remember, he was overrated for a couple years there. Yeah,
1: now he's underrated. Now he's
0: underrated. You know what I mean? Like I, agree. I see him play; he's a good, good hockey player. But that's the way. Like he could play. It's um, he could end up being, which I want, don't want to say it this way because he's having such a great season. It's like the Nylander factor. Mm-hmm. He was never considered the guy of the four, but now you got to consider him the guy of the four.
1: I mean, the, the consistency is oh. all there, like the two way play for Nugent Hopkins.
0: Um, they exactly, and, and you know the other thing is, and he's played tougher. But do you do you really think? As we mentioned this on the last show, and I've watched the Leafs all year, even though Austin Matthews was on, uh, paid leave or whatever it is that he's doing. Um, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna keep him with Nylander. Matthews? Yeah, I think so because then Nylander moved over to the center for the two games.
1: Oh, that's just because Matthews wasn't there though. He
0: didn't look at a place, did he?
1: Uh, I don't. I, I'm Four not, points? Was he plus or minus? Uh, I, I'm not a big I fan know of Nylander at center.
0: I, I, I know one of the Detroit goals last night that he was out to lunch on. Yeah. If you check the tape, like, he somewhere got – where were you? He was, like, he was nowhere to be found. Like, if they look at the tape, yeah. I remember one of the goals, I think it was second or third goal, he didn't take up his man. No. He was nowhere checking the guy. He, Which, he's,
1: a, he's a fine winger. I, would, I think the willy-to-center experiments, I think they're kind of – I think it it's over, to tell you the truth,
0: because he, he doesn't take the defensive uh, responsibility that he should. I'm saying that um, the first couple of years that Austin Matthews got away with not taking the defensive uh, responsibility of a center at times, but now I say he's matured into a guy that yeah. takes full-on. You know, maybe it's the Tavares effect, because Tavares has always been a great two-way center, in yeah. my opinion.
1: Well, I think Matthews he's kind of had that. He's I always wanted to kind of have that. Acumen of being that good, like two-way guy can play penalty kill. I think he still has to earn the penalty kill stuff. They tried that a couple years ago, it didn't quite work. But I I think think he he wants to, I think he wants to be a Selkie guy. I I think that's honestly one of his goals.
0: You know what? If you know what the way he's playing this year, I'm not gonna deny that because I'm I've I've said this on record here. Okay, what about the point scoring and all that other BS? No, 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 no. Let's look at it this way. I think Austin Matthews is playing some of the best hockey I have seen him play in his career, and that's a lot because he is a 60 goal. Score last time yep. i checked or what is was it, 60? it was 60 60 last year he scored 60, 62 or something whatever man. the case may be so he's a known 60 goal scorer and uh but what he's what i'm saying is and it's going to be interesting tonight because tonight is going to be one of those um i hate when people say oh it's going to have a playoff game atmosphere <laughs> screw that man it's january january 13 we're talking about nfl that's what's really going on here so is the boston toronto game will i be taking a look at it tonight you're damn right it was. Will I be cheering for Toronto? One of the few times I will be. <laughs> okay. But this is going to be, what do you call that? A litmus test, a measuring stick.
1: Measuring stick game, Whatever yeah.
0: game it is, it is not. Please, if you're listening to House of happens right now, listen to what I'm saying. It's not a playoff game. It's going to be a playoff atmosphere. TD Garden. out. Stop it. It's just a regular season game, and that's why we have the regular season, so you can get excited about regular season games. There you go. You know, there isn't a season of ticket holders going to these games. <laughs>
1: yes, there Don't are. Don't they
0: go for a quality product? So, a quality product should be the 40 games that you play at home every year. Yep. And the Boston Bruins, those sons of bitches, do they lose at home? So, I'm hoping that they do tonight.
1: You know what would I mean? It would be their they, second in a row if they do. But uh, yeah, so I, I think Boston's going to come out hard tonight. I, I think Especially it's be because Bruins, it's right? Toronto
0: because they always... Not saying that they're going to pick on Toronto or anything like that. I'm just saying. No, Toronto's
1: that, little brother to Boston. Oh, that's
0: rude. That's rude. I, yeah, I thought you were a fan. I would never say that about my team. I would say <laughs> screw them, my schmucks. Little brother, I'm. You know, we're the Montreal Canadiens. I'm, I'm a realistic
1: we're, fan. Okay,
0: I'm not. Uh, we're we're little <laughs> brothers to nobody. I keep habs on the tab- tabs on the habs. We're little brothers and nobody. Sometimes a little brother might slap us and we got tired shoes tighter, but I never call a little brothers, especially the Boston Bruins.
1: I know.
2: Where, where hey, are you, guys you know what? We're though. in the house.
0: We're in, okay, we're in Shoe's Bar and Grill. This place loves Toronto. I want to be on record that Andrew Mullaney said something about being Boston Bruins' little brother. See how that flies in the house that happens. I don't. Hey, think that I would mean
1: these playoffs. I'll give uh, you a
0: track to retract. I'll let you say you stumbled. It could have been a Freudian slip. But come on, a little brother to Boston, I wouldn't have nobody. I wish that on nobody. I don't wish that on Satan. Come on, cut to the chase on that. But anyways, I hope that uh, Matthews is out there tonight because he will be. Uh, you know what I mean? Because if you look at this man, like the guy's numbers, okay, he's still projected to score forty goals. Yep. If you score 40 goals in the NHL, that's a great season.
1: I think there's a chance he could still hit 50 because he hasn't got had a hot streak yet.
0: No, and he, and he will, but I'm still, still going to say he's going to score 90 points. Yep. Okay, maybe a hun, but I'll say he's maybe. definitely going to score high. And Listen, if you score 90 points scoring 40 goals and you're a plus 20, my favorite analytic... I want you on my team badly. You know what I'm saying? So that means you're taking care of the puck on both ends of the ice. Yep. Okay, and he is Which Matthews definitely does. And on our team, and and, and what a coincidence, too, his winger, Bunting— He's a plus 18, and they're the there two biggest go. pluses on the... Uh, well, they're
1: stapled together. So oh, have they to, have to be. Yeah. They
0: play good together. And you know what? One thing about bunting is, you know, because I guess sometimes when you're playing with all these big guys because he's under contract for a couple of years too, isn't he?
1: Uh, this is contract- the last year of his contract. Ooh. But I think he's still... I don't think he's a UFA yet, so... Because they're going to
0: have to pay him something.
1: I think the the number that's being floated around is around like three and a half. Three, three and a half. For um, what? Three?
0: Because he's not going to take a long-term thing because he could blossom even more.
1: Yeah, like a two- or three-year deal.
0: Because, I mean, he's only, what, 22, 23,
1: 24? 24,
0: I think. Okay, he's 24, so I think he wants, he'll wants want to take a shot at a, to, to, to get a bag, a bigger bag okay, down so the road. Okay, so I'm wrong. He,
1: he's, he's 27, actually, and he's oh, a UFA, so. Oh, he is? Yeah, so. I thought
0: he was older, too. Well, no, no I, I, I thought, thought he was younger. younger yeah. I thought he was a little younger, too. So at 27, no. You know what? He'll stay here. Yeah. He'll probably stay here for three because he's solid They're on that line.
1: Three by three, three, three by three and a half.
0: Three by three and a half, and they can get away with that. If he continues the production, he is down.
1: I think he will. You know what there's I mean? There's no reason to believe he'll stop.
0: No, and, and, and he's matured. Um, I like the way he plans both ends of the ice, and he's solid on that line. Like, I see there's no reason why they break up that Nylander.
1: No, Matthews, even Monday. like... Because I, I,
0: I know you always said, I think that Mariner and uh, Matthew... I, I, I've changed
1: together. my tune on that, I think, That's though. good. Yeah.
0: Because I watched the other night, and uh, not the other night... Um, um Last weekend, and I noticed that when sometimes Bunting opens the ice for Matthews, and sometimes Matthews opens the ice for Bunting in the fact that they're taking the man. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you cannot talk about Matthew Austin Matthews three years ago taking the man. <laughs> no, come on, you couldn't even say that.
1: You no, know? it wasn't until uh, last year after playoffs the, is- the North Division incident. Oh, yes. Yeah, when, like, it was really starting last season, you really started to see Matthew play more of a, a man's game, let's Yes,
2: let's say. okay.
0: Well, yeah, okay. But, but, no, that's only because he hit back. Mm-hmm. He had to hit back. I think what happened is, you know, in, in hindsight, sometimes uh, they say there's certain losses that make you a better, and I think losing to Montreal... Even though they lost to Tampa last year, anyone could have won that series last year. I I, I don't want to like even compare. Yeah, that could have been anybody. Could have been anybody. Yeah. Game
1: was a game six. They were uh, it was an overtime. They were a goal away from going go- to the second round.
0: There you go. That's how close they were. I, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't want to compare that to the Montreal series because that was just a collapse. Things got crazy. Montreal got a little goofy, and next thing you know, uh, Price stood on his head. Yeah. And then uh, thanks for coming out. It was over. But last year was a different thing, a different take on that. And I thought Matthews was easily one of the best players on the ice in. In that series yep. along with Kucherov and um, Stamkos and uh, Braden
1: Point had a great series yes
0: too. He, Braden Point had a good series but Hedman was out there there was a lot of good hockey players on the ice but I'm not going to say there was a bag load of them that were better than Austin Matthews you know what I mean yep okay so in any event um, one of the things that we wanted to do we wanted to get on but we're not going to do that this week because it's still only there and uh, is our disappointment in this year's NBA Follies yes yes I'm really glad that the Raptors won 3 in a row cuz I think the Raptors are potentially a playoff team, but they have to really straighten out the game that they're playing. But then again, I'm going to rant on this. The league has gotten to a point where this make or not bullshit has wrecked so many games this year for me and too many blowouts. Oh my god. And that's, too that's many, you know what I mean? Like um last night though, I looked at the ledger coming in Uh, Before we started the show here And actually last night There was A few very good games On on the slate When you looked at it Like scoring wise So Mm -hmm. to speak But um, There's too many games Where guys are sitting At the wrong time That's bothering me Tremendously Like, you know what I'm saying? I I gave a scenario to some young people the other night. Like, if you're a kid from Minnesota and you wait all year for um, Steph Curry to play and he has load management or LeBron's having load management or Jaws even having load management, I just don't think that's fair to the league or the fans, and I'm starting to believe that the NBA is really frauding their fans. I think I alluded to that, that this week, but unless things change dramatically between now and the end of the season, I'm going, ah, come on, guys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, and like I, I saw kind of saw this firsthand on uh, Tuesday. I was at the Raptors game against Charlotte, mm-hmm. and like it, it was just a lot of what you said. Like it's a make or miss league, not very exciting. I mean, like it whatever. It was kind of strangely enough, it was back and forth the for most of the game. For like no team was really able to run away with it, but the Raptors kind of pulled away at the end. Well, that's the, the you know what to give you the, to tell you the truth. Charlotte's a bad team though. So
0: what's that? Charlotte's yeah, they a are very bad but, team. Um, but you got to see Lamelo. Um, oh, and
1: he did not disappoint. Of course Terry not. Rozier put on a show, too. Oh, no,
0: no. Terry Rozier is, is a solid player, too. What, what I'm getting at is this is what the great enigma about the Toronto Raptors are to me. We genuinely can play defense. We can. We can play defense. It's when we start jacking it up and the other team makes and we get behind. That's what happens. So I'm saying I'm going to argue this to the, the cows come home. Play inside out. The shots will come, move the ball more. Don't be jacking it up. But I've been looking around the league, and there's a lot of teams. I was watching with a friend of mine the other night, and uh, at like two or three games on the screen, and I'm watching. We're not the only team. Oh, it's it's a league-wide problem. It's just coming down, and if you're not making the shots, the game looks ugly. But here's the other hand. When they go back and forth and guys are going mano to mano and making it shots, the crowd goes nuts. Everybody's into it, and we go, look, isn't this a great product?
1: No. How how often does that happen, though? Not enough. Yeah.
0: Not enough. I'm going to go that I think it'll tighten up as more as the playoffs go on. You know what I mean? As we're going on, because we're still only, what? Yeah, we're the halfway point in the NBA season. Yep. Basically what I'm saying. Just over. and And I think it'll tighten up. But I'm just saying, like, the average scoring has gone up. We've seen a lot of guys shooting 60, 70 points, or not 60, 70, 40, 50 points a night. Um, Some nights I look and I don't even think they should call it defense because there's no D in anything. When I'm watching the game, it just drives me completely nuts. And I think now that if you're going to, the only thing that's going to say that I'm going to say that I will um, bring up that I kind of vouched about happening, and I'm still going to stick with it, is that the New York or the Brooklyn Nets are showing their true colors as a team that has. that type of players. Yeah. If you mesh those type of players, they're going to win. Yeah. Okay? And, and, and
1: it's ter- quickly turning into a three horse race in the Eastern oh, Conference. No doubt. Boston, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. No,
0: I'll keep Cleveland there too. And what about uh, the mm. Sixers then? So I got to say, all five of those are making the playoffs. Undoubtedly, <sighs> I'll say five. And, and you know what? I'm saying the Knicks could hang in there, but look what you got behind there. Cleveland
1: and the Sixers, I think, are a little fraudulent because they're bad road teams. I think that's going to bite them in the ass.
0: Well, um, I don't I don't know about that necessarily. Nine and twelve, you're under five hundred. Uh Sixers are eight and nine. A lot of other teams are sitting around five hundred on the road. It's what you do. Sixers at home. get
1: blown out a lot too, I think.
0: Oh, when they're on the road and they don't get around like and as soon as they start losing, they quit. Yeah. That's they're, what I find.
1: I can't call them true contenders then. I'm not gonna put them in that category with uh Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and uh, Boston.
0: You're just going to say that they're above and beyond everything else. I think it's going to come
1: down to those three.
0: So if you're in tenth place, you get to play in the play-in. Is that how it works? Yeah, again?
1: seven through ten is in the play-in. Is, is, so the Raptors are in.
0: Okay, but I, at this moment, but I'm not going to. I'm not loving that to death by no means because you know when you when you really look at what's going on here, that who do they have that that's all surrounding them? They got the Heat, the Hawks. Those guys are supposed to be playoff contenders,
1: and they got the Bulls knocking on the door right and behind the them. And the Bulls are, been, well, I don't, I
0: think the Bulls are done because I think the Bulls have got some internal problems. Levine's been bitching. And, and, they're only
1: they're only half a game back though. Do uh, you don't think they can go off when like uh, you know they have like a little bit of a streak? Hey,
0: listen, it, it looks to me that only uh, the the Wizards are only a game back. Are they going to be game there? And a half.
1: Yeah, they could be. Okay, that's
0: so what I'm saying. So no, I think the Raptors have got enough. They're going to keep it going, but uh, I don't I don't expect the Bulls to be in the play, and I oh. think they're going to fall out, which is a drag for Demar Derozan.
1: It is. But with the Raptors, I wouldn't hate it if they kind of pressed the, the, the soft reset button, you know, trade away Trent, maybe Van Vliet.
0: I, oh, I don't know. You're, I, I've seen your take on Van Vliet. Oh, by yeah. the way, if you haven't seen it, um, upon further review with more is coming, Mr. Milani did an excellent job of analyzing you, our sir. Toronto Raptors. So if you want to take a look of what you, uh, the Toronto Raptors season in a capsule, uh, listen to upon further review. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I don't want to go too much longer on the NBA. I think we'll fill it up a little bit more next week because we had so much time to talk about our top 10 dynamic players on the planet, uh, which I think was a great discussion, and I think we should continue it down the road. Yeah, I like your ideas. Topic. Also doing our topic about the, um, our NBA rosters. We'll bring that to you in a couple weeks, yep. so to speak. But one thing we want to say, too, as we are closing, we are only now 40 days till training camp. Is it? Wow. Less than that, isn't it? Less than 40 days till round. No, I think it's 35 days to, to the spring opening up spring yeah.
1: training. Pitchers and catchers reporting. There you go. We and should a, call uh, Zach back. That's, we, that's what we will do?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. And at that point, too, I just want to say one thing. I want to thank the Toronto Blue Jays for avoiding a lot of arbitration issues. Yes. Thankfully for giving uh, Vladdy a nice little paycheck.
1: Him and uh, Pete Alonso signed su- record arbitration deals, yeah, which they should. Ar- 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 arbitration avoiding deals of in, deals, yeah. yes,
0: yeah. which is which bodes well for keeping Vladdy here on a long term.
1: I think we will keep him long term. I'm not. It's. Uh, I think they, gave him guy, they make him so because
0: uh, uh, that's true. But I'm I'm looking at it this way. I think that they traded all his friends away, but they gave him the bag. So that kind of <laughs> makes you look the other way, sure. don't you speak? sure okay on that note we just want to tell you thanks for listening we got some surprises coming up in the next month or so because we want to expand our opportunity of ba- making the house a mansion thank you so much for listening we'll be back next week hopefully with the proprietor sir, sir, sir and I hope he got his frozen pipes fixed but once again it's been definitely a treat Mr. Milani because you know my name is Cruz
1: and I'm Andrew Milani
0: thanks for listening we're out of here see you next
2: time